Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I'm the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday bleeding over to a freestyle Friday. Let's not waste any time, man. Got my sports brew brothers up in the house. Let's get this party started. First and foremost, that's right. Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. What is up, brother? Other than another half-assed banner the Colts might be able to raise for this year. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> they actually raised one today. We didn't lose last week. <laughs> Hey, horseshoes and hand grenades, man. It counts for something. And Colts banners, right? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. What? Uh, we'll get this one out of the way. Uh, Army-Navy game was so much fun to watch this past week. Yeah. Um, you know, and for the first time in 16 years, the over hits. You know, not, not for this- passing yards. Oh, good Lord, no. Are you kidding me? If you had one and a half completions in the over for Navy, you lost. Wow. That is that is amazing in its own way. Isn't it? Dude, Lord. the game, I mean, it was 10 to 10 at the end of regulation. First play in overtime, Army gets a 25-yard touchdown. Second play in overtime, Navy gets a 25-yard touchdown. Like, the game just, like, got drunk all of a sudden. That's half and the it, fun. It, it is half the fun. That's half the fun, man. Like you're responsible, you're responsible, Look, and then drunk. They were saving like up. The, they were saving up the fireworks for late, man. That's all. Yeah, they were. That's all. Um, <laughs> but you know, props to Army for uh, punching the ball out at the goal line and then kicking the field goal to win that game. That that was a hell of a game. Those kids put it all on the line. It was so much fun to watch. I know that that kid that fumbled that ball was was, oh. was heartbroken on that one, man. Can we talk to CBS about not leaving the camera on that kid? Like, <laughs> you want to? You can show him the one time like he's upset, but then take it off, man. Because clearly. That game means the world to those guys. Oh, of course. I mean that's that's the last that's the last game for you know the vast majority of those players every year. Yeah, before they go yeah, serve. That's, and... that's it. So I mean it, that's it, bragging rights right there. Oh, of course. No, I mean that's that's one of those very slice of Americana kind of games. And I know some some people will be like, the score had some article about it, and these people were commenting like, Why are you interrupting my feed with this game? And it's like, dude, don't read it. Don't watch if you don't want to watch it, but understand the significance of it, right? And just appreciate what it means to all of those men and women that do serve and yeah. all of those young men that are on those teams <clears throat> and how significant it is to them. Right. Is it necessarily I- the most beautiful football you will ever see? No, no. it is not. <laughs> but that's not the point. So, yeah. Anyway, kudos. I did appreciate SVP having that game on bad bets, so that was cool. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we got. Let's get the man of the moment up in here. Great day. We're gonna go a little Godsmack, go a little old school, a little greed, right? That's right, old Randy Giggity Giles. Holy Toledo, dude! We go from Jimmy G going down to who is this Brock Purdy to what about this big cock Brock hashtag that's floating out there? And I mean, they go from beating the ever living hell out of the Bucks, beating the hell out of the Bucks, and I was like, all right. And I told you earlier, I was like, well, I was thinking about recording on Wednesday night, and I really kind of wanted to see how Thursday night football was going to go, right? And yet again, man, they delivered. Now the Seahawks made it a little interesting late, and then the 49ers went ahead and put them to bed. But I'm not saying that he, he's played perfectly, but I don't know what else you could have expected 
out of a rookie seventh round Mr. Irrelevant pick to go in and handle business. And that team has rallied around him. He has made some really nice plays. It's not like he's just getting easy completions, man. He's like he's done some plays where you're like, all right, you know, he's got some moves. But that double okie doke earlier tonight against the Seahawks was, oh, <laughs> that that was, was filthy, was man. Beautiful. That was filthy, dude. Right? I mean, th- that's like respect, man. I don't know how far that's going to go. It's still early, right? It's still early, but clearly. That team has bought in, and they don't have much of a choice, right? You got to buy into who you got. So to lose Trey Lance, to lose Garoppolo, all the drama that's attached to what those situations are, but just for Purdy to come in there, I mean, my gosh, what what they've done in the in just that limited period of time is incredible, right? And so, Randy, I know, like, I'm playing greed because I know you're like more beat the Seahawks worse. More wins, you know what I mean? Well, of course, I'm going to be like, let's just keep stop a mud hole in their ass. That's that's just typical for me. That's how much I love Seattle. Oh, I, I know you have big heart for Seattle all the time. Always, always. always. Fucking bastard. Hey, so, so Justin, yeah. So what you're saying is Brock has played pretty good. Yes, Brock has played pretty good. Uh oh, wait okay. a second. Just making sure. Hashtag dad joke engaged. Yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> Here, hold on a second. I actually have the wrong sports brew notes up. I forgot to transfer it off of my flash drive, the notes that I took tonight. So I'm going to pause this so I can actually load the correct notes document. <laughs> hold on just a moment. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell game is that? Packers, Bears? That's not right. <laughs> I was looking for the 49ers and the Bucks. I'm like, what the hell is this? Anyway, let, let me get the right word doc in here. <laughs> That's sad, dude. <laughs> They all have those days. You drafted who? They drafted who? Look, you know, I got the flash drive like in my pocket. Where's a lot of Who the fuck is this? Yeah. (laughs) What fucking flash drive is this? (laughs) What flash drive is this? You know what's funny though is I actually had that. I was going to play that soundbite specifically for you, Randy, and specifically for Brock Purdy. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. What the fuck is this kid? This kid is now your starting quarterback, and he has been kicking ass. It is unbelievable, dude. Again. I would, I would say Chris Ballard take notes, but I don't think he's going to have a job next year. No, probably not. No. Sorry. It's incredible. So while while I correct my note taking faux pas, fail pas over here, <laughs> and actually get the right uh, word doc open, what what are your takeaways from both the Bucks game and then leading into Thursday night football and the significance of that? Well, first of all, let's just get the one thing out of the way that clearly both games showcased, and that was the Forty ers defense. That defense is playing at a level that. I don't think anybody you don't you don't want to run into that buzzsaw. I, whether it's regular season or now, obviously now the postseason because mm-hmm. we just clinched a playoff berth with that win. Uh, it's it, it really astounds me just how much that defense is. They're playing together. I mean, the way they closed tonight on some of those plays, it was it's like the dude catch the ball and all of a sudden you just see a dude fly in there. Like he didn't get even get a chance to turn around. It was he was already getting tackled. 
plays like that, that's what a defense is supposed to play. And that's, you know, that is a real big reason why this, why we've won, despite um, what Brock Purdy has done. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm impressed with this kid just because he really seems to, no moment seems to be too big for him. He's not, he's not a happy feet rookie that you would normally see who's thrown in the middle of something. He seems like he's really taken the time to learn the system. Um, obviously, like Fred Warner said, hey, he's been practicing against the top defense in the league for the past, you know, entire season. <laughs> he's going to be good. And clearly, <laughs> Warner's right. He's he knows the system well enough. He knows where his his dump offs are. He keeps his calm in the pocket. And he's not afraid to take a hit and still get the ball out accurately. Well, some like, of the like, throws he made is amazing. Right. So, so uh, I'm not going to say every throw by itself has been. Right. If you take every throw in a vacuum, right, that they're all beautiful. It's not a matter of that. But there is a consistency argument, and the the he's a gamer, right? And I, I think you clearly see that he's a footballer. He's a gamer. You know, he's a competitor, right? But he under he he clearly has some field vision that is a pleasant surprise because you don't know what you're going to get with somebody, right? So, seventh round, Mr. Irrelevant, you don't know what you're going to get, right? So he, exactly. he, he has, he that, and that's a credit to him as a person, a player, and then the coaching staff and the team because there's always that dynamic about, well, you know, the team's pretty good, and all that crap is true, but there's plenty of quarterbacks that don't look like they have a clue about what the hell they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Or they yeah. can't or they can't seem to anticipate worth a damn, but I'll tell you one thing that showed confidence and that from that coaching staff in him was the end of that first half against Tampa Bay. And what did they do? They went right down and they they scored with as I mean I don't remember how much time was left. It was not much when he fired that touchdown off to Ayuk to go up 28 to nothing. That was aggressive. That's not a move you make if you don't have confidence in that young quarterback. You know what I mean? Uh so those things are legit. So anyway, it just I'm impressed. It is a reflection of the quality of the team, but I think it's also a reflection of the quality and unanticipated, you know, the unanticipated quality of Brock Purdy. And that's, you know, if you're a 49ers fan, you got to feel great. Is it ideal to have lost Garoppolo and to have lost Lance? No, of course not. But look, what did what do they what do they call what was one of those nicknames for Lance, one pass Lance, or, or one play Trey or something like that. They had some semi-derogatory nickname for that guy. But you knew he was raw. And so you figured right. it's, you figured it's Garoppolo. You know what I mean? And One glance Lance. One, <laughs> like one glance, like one look at one receiver. Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. You know, uh, and, and that's not necessarily fair from his development standpoint. But, you know, again, we talked about this last week. You can't expect it. But it's not unprecedented. So, and again, small sample size. But he's done a hell of a job. They've done a hell of a job. The team's done a hell of a job. Uh, and Brock Purdy's done a hell of a job. And it's got to make you feel pretty good to clinch a playoff spot and really be in control of that division. You know, because you, you didn't know what was going to happen. It, the, one of the nice things, though, is, is it sucks that Debo got hurt against yeah. the Bucks. That sucked. I'm glad it it looked like it was going to be worse than it turned out to be. I thought that was going to be like torn ACL or whatever, like done for the year. Yeah. Sprains um, all around, which is at least <clears throat> he has a chance of coming back. Yes. So 
looked worse than than it turned out to be. It's, it's not good, but no. definitely could have been worse. But to handle the Seahawks, to go on the road, right, and handle the Seahawks in their house, right, division opponent, short week doing the Bucks and doing the Seahawks. With your third-string quarterback. With your third-string quarterback. That's a quality win, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sets the stage for the rest of the season, right? You got you got to feel pretty good about that. The other thing is that to have accomplished that with that Debo, who some would argue is is their best player, is significant. Is significant. Well, so, as we saw tonight, Kittle <clears throat> stepped up big time and did. made some great plays. Mm-hmm. Um, that one long touchdown he had, I mean, it was a it was a great route. It it was a th- perfect pass. And Kittle did the rest like he's he's done in the past. That he finally got a chance to really be Kittle rather than just being in blocking most of the time and yeah. catching dump offs. I swear to goodness, dude, if San Francisco ever gets all those guys healthy at one time, holy yeah. crap! Yo, yeah. So <clears throat> out of out of curiosity, I, I looked up uh, Purdy's draft grade in terms of just what they had for his weaknesses. <clears throat> so uh, let's see, pocket setup lacks. Quickness. I think that depends on obviously we've seen in the NFL that really ends up depending on how good your line is. So that's not really a, a I, I don't issue. know. He, he's looked reasonably quick to me, dude. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, field blinders occasionally rob him of seeing the big play. <clears throat> All right. Um, I don't know about that. He's scanning the field pretty good <laughs> and, getting, and getting rid of the ball. Delivery is labored. Mechanics are easily corrected over, you know, over time. Lacks timing to beat NFL corners outside the numbers. Hmm. He's been he's been uh, making some really well timed passes so far as that I've seen in the past couple of games. Yeah. Shies away from tight window throws. No, he's made some of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ball needs to come out sooner on deep ball shots. Well, he's not being asked to take deep ball shots, and when he did, he had all the time in the world to get rid of the ball. Well, he has made throws. Oh. He is. <laughs> he has made throws under duress. Uh-huh. He hit that throw to McCaffrey against the Bucks. I want to say was off his back foot. He had people coming at him. You know what I mean? Like so, like the draft, all that draft grade stuff is what it is. You know, you're talking about projections. You're interpreting them in a college offense with college players, uh-huh. and and you never quite know. And they get a lot of these things wrong. Think about how many how many draft picks get wasted for quarterbacks based oh on potential. Gosh. A ton, right? Yep. A ton. Look you at know. you, Ryan Leaf. Yeah. So. <laughs> Marcus Russell. <laughs> it's hard. It, it's hard to measure heart, right? It's hard to measure heart, and it's hard to to measure the intangibles. And you know, again, it's a small sample size. I think you can appreciate what he's done so far, um, and see, you know, that there's there's some nice upside for the team, and it's it's just a pleasant surprise. Unless you hate the 49ers, then it's less pleasant, but. You know, if if you like a good story, a seventh Mister Irrelevant coming in and and essentially being like, "Let's roll," that's a pretty damn good story, man. Yeah, like that's fast. He's he's an underdog story. That's incredible. That's incredible. And at the moment, right, we're here talking about the defense of the Niners, and that's absolutely real. Look, we're at playoff race o'clock, and if your defense sucks right now, here's looking at you, Minnesota. Right, if your defense sucks, where are you going in the playoffs, man? Your offense has to be on fire. Uh, right? What did Ludacris say? Take your broke ass home. That's yeah. where you're going. <laughs> that's where. That's where you're going. 
you know, Dattles barely hanging on versus the Texans. That was a mess. We'll get to that one later. Uh, but Minnesota, man, their, their defense is terrible. And look, it's not like Washington has some great offense, but you know what? They, they play physical. They play tough defense. Not perfect. But think about the teams that are getting stuff done. Like you gotta control the you gotta control the field, work the field, control the ball some on somehow, some way, right? And dictate certain things. And if you have a physical, tough defense, which the Niners do, right? And you have a good running game, which the Niners do, you know, it sets you up for some success in this time of year. And it's important. It doesn't it doesn't mean they're gonna win the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean they're going to the Super Bowl. Who knows? Now they'll settle that on the field. But it is conducive to having a high floor and to being you know, a competitive damn squad and having a shit defense <laughs> and not being able to run the game. Here's looking at you, Dalvin Cook. What the hell, bro? Uh, last week, it gets you in trouble. And if, if that's how you play in the playoffs, man, somebody's going to run you out. <laughs> they gonna run you out of that thing, dude. Yeah, they will. You know, that or you have to have some absolute, you know, pants on fire offensive game showcase, dude, and just go bananas. So it's a good setup for the 49ers. I know you're happy. So, yeah, it was definitely a credit to the coaching. Uh, obviously, we've always said, you know, for a lot of the good, a lot of the quarterbacks in the NFL, whether they be elite down to good, if you've got good coaching, it, you know, it really doesn't matter that they're going to do well. Yeah. And I think that really speaks volumes here. But when uh, you had shared that one podcast with me where the Ross Tucker had Sage Rosenfeld uh-huh. talking about, how he did film study with him and like everything he said about him has really come out. You're seeing it on the playing field. Yeah. Again, a pleasant surprise, man. And stranger things have happened in football. (laughs) This is true. Stranger things have happened. So, but, but either like they're a good team, they're a good team, you know, and they have a chance to have a great season despite some of their injuries. And by the time you're on quarterback number three, you generally don't have high hopes for much of anything. So that's a again, it's a credit to the team. It's a credit to the coaching staff, and it's absolutely a credit to uh, Brock Purdy there. So, yeah, old Big Cock Brock, uh, that'll that'll stay trending somewhere on Twitter, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, and when you think about it, it's not like something like this hasn't happened before. When you think back uh, to the Bucks back in the day when Dilfer went down and Eric Zier went down, and then rookie Sean King comes in, leads him to the playoffs. Oh, oh. I have a fun factoid for you. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so Brock Purdy is the first 49ers quarterback with two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in the half since this person. Oh, it's either Colin Kaepernick or Steve Young. Neither one of them. What? Well, first person since. Steve Young may have done that. But first person since this 49ers quarterback. And Colin Kaepernick is not the answer. Mullins? Mullins is not the answer. Brandy, who is it? Uh, Jeff Garcia. Nope. Damn. I'm trying to think who it. I mean, did Alex, Alex Smith didn't do At, that because Brock Purdy is the first 49ers quarterback with two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in the half. I'm not saying those other guys never did it. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it hasn't been done. And I'll give you the year. It has not happened since 2008. 2008. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, that, that's that's going in the way back. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll, and in my notes, I was like, I don't even think Randy guesses this dude. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm trying to think, try, try to think of the quarterbacks back four, then. Like, four, I remember Tim Rattay was, I think, one of the quarterbacks back then. <laughs> Alex yeah. Smith, and then who? 
Damn, who the hell was Alex's backup? Because he was a rookie in 2005. You ready for the name? <sighs> yeah. Sean Hill. Oh, God, that's uh, right. He was a 49er, wasn't he? That's right. <laughs> Nobody was guessing that dude. No. 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 Mm-hmm. That journeyman asshole, and all of a sudden is like, oh, yeah, that's right. He did play for us. He played for everybody. It felt like that. <laughs> yeah, right? So. so next weekend should be an interesting test in general because Niners play – the commanders uh yeah it's gonna be granted it's gonna be in san francisco right so here's the thing what i hope out of that is that the commanders give them a good game i feel good about because i would expect i would expect the 49ers to win now they've been running roughshod so they beat the crap out of the bucks right and and the bucks missed some opportunities you know brady had that 60 yard um 68 yard touchdown bomb to mike evans wiped out by a holding penalty you know (laughs) The dims the brakes, bro. And once once the 49ers got rolling, man, it's just they put the bucks to bed, dude. Pew. Done, done, son. And they handled business against the Seahawks. Now, you can say the Seahawks are in a little bit of a slide. The Bucks have they have problems. I mean, they're six and seven. A lot of the blah. Man, I hear that. But if the commanders give, if Washington gives the 49ers a good competitive game, then I'll feel much better about them going forward. Because I, I certainly don't expect them to win. Look. What I'm looking for is 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 Washington to beat the Giants' asses, right? So if they take yeah. care of business against the Giants, it sets the stage for the rest for for the playoffs. I figure they're going to lose to San Fran, and then you just got to pick up another game before the end of the season. And if they do that, they should be fine. So we'll see. Uh, I, uh, before we get away from it, I, I did crack up over. Um, Greenlaw and Gibson uh, going up to Brady with the balls they picked off, <laughs> getting them signed. Oh man! Uh, I mean, when, when you when you really honestly think about it, it's a, treat, it's a treat in general. Just because you know, how often do you really get a chance to play against Brady? Of you all you people, don't. Of all you, you don't. You don't. You said balls. So he didn't have to sign them. Good on them for good on him for doing it. That, that was you good know. sportsmanship. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows those guys look up to him. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's not a diss at all. They no, just uh, no, 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 no. I I think I think Greenlaw talked about you know it's like Tom Brady's the goat man. Yeah. So like, and, and Brady's legacy, you know, all, all these players grew up watching him. So for them to get a, you know what I mean, for them to get a, a pick off of him, it's pretty wild. Well, I mean, right? just to even play against him is wild. Yeah. I mean, and, and much less get a pick off of him and. Well, you know, I, I, look, all you got to do is is just is look at the evolution of, of video quality since he's played and look at the evolution of video games since he's been in the bro, league. Bro, bro. Right? <laughs> like, like, That's a true story. Yeah, I mean, he has gone through – what what did he did he debut with, like, PS2 era, like, NCAA football? I mean, how far back are we going? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, PS2 for sure. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Because you're talking he was at Michigan in the 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he was a quarterback, whatever his college number was. He was probably some blockhead, you know. And then you have his early, <laughs> early Patriots days in Madden, you know. So yeah, you'd have what PS one and then uh, PS two, N sixty four, that sort of stuff. Wasn't there one year like they left him off of one of the Mag games? Probably. Like the year he took him to the Super Bowl or something. I mean, it could have. I mean, who knows? Could have been like we'd have we'd have to research that real quick. But I'm just saying, like. You know, these kids grew up with video games with him playing him, man. Yeah. Right? 
playing and playing with him or whatever, and then they're in the league. Then they, I mean, that, that's it's ridiculous in its own way. But well, and another, what's it's, what's interesting <laughs> to think is like with last week, mm-hmm. you know, Brock Purdy is so young that he wasn't even alive when Brady started playing in the NFL. So it's, that's it's, so weird. That's so weird. And the Brock Purdy looks pretty young. You know, I mean, I know he is young, right? Yeah, but he but looks he looks it. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. He he's like the he looks like he's one of those actors that that will be like you know you know they have these guys that play high school kids but they're like thirty. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. Like he kind of has that youthful kind of look. Like he's gonna be like thirty years old. And like you know what I mean. Like if he was an actor, they'd be like, yeah, you know, let's do a remake of Grease. You're in high school, bro. Let's go. <laughs> right. Just, by, just, by the way, Shannon, you were correct. Goofy. Uh, Tom Brady was left out of Madden 2002 on PS1 and PS2. Oh, that's terrible. That's funny. I, I think we can play it, Justin. How? How? Well, had they known, how? Where's that soundbite for you? Hold on. I know I got Oh, look, I have it right here. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> how do you fuck that up? No love, man. No love. And you know what? I had to dig out a soundbite that we haven't played in a while. But I think Brock Purdy gets the Five Guys Ghetto Grocery Bag Damn Award of the Week. Oh. That's got to be louder. I got to turn that up, okay? The Damn Five Guys Ghetto Grocery Bag Award of the Week. What I love, dude. <laughs> Get a grocery bag. Uh, this came up in conversation at work, and the guy I work with it was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh Lord, let me play this video for you." So I was like, "I love this thing, man. This is a classic." And I, I had kind of forgotten about it, and uh, I must have laughed for a good 10, 10 or fifteen minutes thinking about this and <laughs> us recording and using it, and then watching the video where the guys just in heaven eating the five guys. Double cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Well, I mean, how can you not be in heavy eating a Five Guys burger in general? Five, five Guys burgers are, are, are pretty legit, man. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy their their double bacon cheeseburger. That's why. I mean, that's why I don't get it very. That's why I don't. I, that's why I don't go there very often. Plus, you can spend like twenty bucks. That's about a quarterly bucks. meal for me, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I skip whether it be breakfast or lunch for it. Yeah, I'm like that's two meals in one. So I stuff my face full of fries. Yeah, too. Here, here's Shannon. Here, here's a live looking at Shannon going to Five Guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story, bro. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, man. Oh, good times, good times, bro, good times. We'll, we'll all have to rally up at some point and go to Five Guys and get ourselves in a food coma somewhere. Yeah, I'm down for that. That's legit. I I don't uh, I don't really do ketchup. But I do love the uh, getting their fries and doing like the Cajun seasoning. That's my oh, jam. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's my jam. That's my jam. Yes, yes sir. For sure. All right. Uh, and we're going to raise a glass real quick. Uh, we got a lot of stuff. We'll topic jump and tangent hop and all that kind of ridiculousness. Uh, but I will raise a glass to uh, Ovechkin getting his uh, 800th goal. He got a hat trick that, that, that night against the Blackhawks. And I, I think they were playing tonight, too, while we were recording. So I don't know if he scored again. I haven't looked it up. Uh, but the third player to hit 800 goals, joining Gordie Howe, Wayne Gretzky. And, I mean, Ovi's, what, 37? So, I mean, he's rushing. You know he's going to keep playing, dude. You know that. 
So if if he keeps playing and stays healthy, man, he'll he'll end up catching Gretzky, you know, if if he chooses to stay on the ice. Uh, but either way, it's a hell of an accomplishment. I thought it was pretty cool him holding the three pucks. Uh, SVP kind of was in the the Caps, you know, locker room post game, and they were having a good old time. So that was pretty sweet to see. Uh, so kudos, I'll raise a glass to the great eight on that one for sure. Mm. Ah, so good. So good. Uh, he got an assist tonight. He didn't get a goal. Look at that. Another one. Yeah. He's going to get there. Barring injury or him just retiring because he chooses to. If he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. at this point, you got to figure he's done just about everything he could possibly want to do in his career. He's wrote, he's, you know, he rose the cup. You know, he's, you know, he's done just about everything you can think of. Mm hmm. So. Uh, yeah, hell of a player, hell of a player. <laughs> Definitely is going to need some, uh, you know, some dental work when he does retire. That's how you <laughs> look. That's how you would know a hockey player is retiring. If all of a sudden he has all those teeth, yeah. right? <laughs> You're like, oh, he's done. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> he got some implants up in there. He's got that bridge. He's he's good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's silly. Speaking of teams beating ass, uh, we we gave the uh, 49ers plenty of gloss, well-deserved, uh, and certainly some respect on that. But we do also have to – speaking of beatdowns, man, dude, dude, the Eagles absolutely dropped the hammer on the Giants, man. Good gracious. So it's funny. We were talking about, like, MVP races and all this stuff. And, by the way, Micah Parsons, I don't even know why you were talking about Hurts. I don't even know why you were getting into that. I know it gets misquoted. I know it gets blown out of proportion. I I know you you came out and said the Eagles fans are probably going to hate me. I'm just saying, man, like you stepped in it when you're talking about it's a division opponent, and in all likelihood, y'all have a path that you might meet in the playoffs, and you gave them fuel. You gave the dude Jalen Hurts has sideline intensity face. Like that man is focused as hell, focused as hell. And his growth, like his his years in the league, and you think even just the last year, his growth as a quarterback is tremendous. And yes, the Eagles are a very good team. So if your point is, you know, he's on a good squad, well, the answer is yes. You've got the Slim Reaper. You've got A.J. Brown. You've got Miles Sanders. You know what I mean? Like they've done a really good job at roster construction and, ro- and roster building and surrounding him with talent. That doesn't diminish what Jalen Hurts has accomplished, right? That doesn't diminish that. We talk about all these times with great teams and great players, and sometimes the great team elevates a good player to, to being a great player. That that part's true. You know, again, it's, he's not in the vacuum. You know, is he is he on Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen's level? I don't know. But what I do know is he's pretty damn good, and he's gotten a, a significantly better from year to year. He has set himself up. You know, at this point, look, there's certain people that are essentially a shoe in for NFL MVP, right? You know, it was kind of like that running joke with Jordan in the 90s. You know, he, he could be the MVP every year. Well, it's because it was true, you know? And so it took something really special for somebody else to be the MVP. Well, it takes, like, Patrick Mahomes could pro- or Josh Allen could probably be the MVP almost every season, right? So it takes something pretty special for somebody else to do it. And Jalen Hurts has done that. We'll see how far it, it, it you know they go this season. Uh, but they've done a they've done a masterful, you know, job roster building. 
uh, the trade for AJ Brown. They have what the Saints pick, which is going to be the top five. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So that organization has done an incredible job. That doesn't diminish what Jalen Hurts has accomplished from an individual standpoint, right? And Micah Parsons did start a shitstorm, and part of that is not just because Micah Parsons said something about it. It's because of how the media is going to portray it, right? It's just what it is, you know. Because I mean, that's what the media does. Well, of, of course. Now, um, don't don't get me wrong. I can't take away <clears throat> anything I've seen seen him do at all. I just can't. But I also look at the the schedule the Eagles have, and it's like, okay, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. I need them to beat someone that they're not supposed to beat, or at least play a team that's on par with them. And I really, and I haven't seen them have that type of game yet where they're playing a, they're a team that's evenly matched with them. And I think that's where I'm really curious to see what happens come playoff time with them. Of course. Because that's when, you know, say they get the Niners right off, you know, at, you well, know the Niners look, win there first. That, that if, if we get Niners Philadelphia, right. Then we know they, well, you would expect that to be number one. You would expect that to probably be an NFC Championship game. Right, it's going to be a physical game, right? We bro. would see how the brackets break, sure, and how it lines up. But you would kind of expect that to be an NFC Championship game, right? But uh, either way, if we get that playoff matchup, right, that answers a lot of questions about the 49ers, about the Eagles, about Brock Purdy, about Jalen Hurts. Man, what are they? Twelve and one. Yeah, right. they've only Damn. lost to the Commanders. That's Damn the right they did. <laughs> hey, uh, Randy, what seat is San Fran in right now? All right, let's pull this up real quick. So it's right here. Right there. Yeah, let me check the standings. I believe – yeah. Yeah, I think the problem here is, is that – Is what? I think is Dallas. No, no. They should be the number two seed then, yeah. No, the Vikings are the number two seed. They're number three seed. Right. So, yeah, they're number three seed. Um, however, that obviously can change, but only them and I think it's only them and Philadelphia that have. Dude, what is the Vikings schedule to close the year? That's what I think we need to look well, at. Yeah, they have a, Philadelphia they... and San Francisco are the only two teams that have clinched the playoff spot so far. Yes. Well, the Vikings have a really tough test on Saturday. <laughs> they have the Colts. <laughs> so oh. Vikings have the Colts, Giants, Packers, and Bears. Okay, so they have a, they have a fairly soft landing. Yeah. Okay. Now, Green Bay, we'll see where they're at. Uh, they're obviously going to want to avenge the loss earlier, earlier in the season. But the Vikings should beat the Colts. The Vikings should beat the Giants. Uh, I'd I'd like to believe that the Packers can steal one from them, but Lord Lord only knows. Given the way Green Bay season is gone, and the Bears, who knows? So, but I will say this: if the Vikings somehow like only win two of these games, San Francisco is going to be like, mm, how's that? Uh, how's that seed looking there? All right, mm-hmm. you know they got to be careful because San Francisco's coming for that thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, it's not like Philadelphia's going to fall off the map and no, all of no, a sudden it, the number one no. seat's at play because that's not going to happen. Number one seed to me that no, the number one seed's not going to be in play. Um, that would take some really weird. That would take a lot of strange stuff to happen. I, I, I was going to say I think Philly at worst will drop one game and that might be the Christmas Eve game against Dallas. That that would probably be the only game I could see them dropping. 
Uh, let's let's go to look at their schedule. So they are going to finish with because they got Chicago this week, I believe. Yeah, they got the Bears. It's Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. So all right, yeah. So they, the Cowboys. Can you, can, but can you see what I'm talking about with their schedule? Where I'm like, okay, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. I want them to face a team that is evenly matched with them and actually gives them a legit challenge. Where and what we saw with like with Washington. The defense, the way the defense schemed for them, the way mm. that they played them. Granted, the division game and the and the the plan the, for how to shut down the running game and hurts. And that's what was, San Francisco does. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, it, it, look, right. So that's important. And and part of the conversation we had about Philadelphia was like as over the evolution of the season was like, well, you know, who have they really played? How good are they? A lot of the blah of the blah. And then you kind of look back and and you know, you're talking about their growth over the course of a season because who they are now is not who they were at the beginning of the year. And to me, one of the things that tells you a lot about them is how they responded after they lost that game to Washington, right? Yeah, it was tight against the Colts. The Colts have been sneaky competitive, but that was tight. They handled business. I know the, the that 40-33 score with the Packers makes it feel like it was a closer game than it was. Uh, Packers just closed late. You know, they beat the crap out of the Titans. They absolutely obliterated the Giants. So I think Philadelphia is very is is good. And I think that Washington game put a little not a scare, but was basically like a gut check game going, mm don't think you got this. Right? And for a, a you know, competitive division, which the NFC East has been for you know, team's growth and evolution over the course of a season, I think that was a turning point for them to say, all right, we're good, but maybe we're not as good as we, you know what I mean? We were sniffing our, what was that? Who was it, Dak or the Cowboys sniffing yourselves? They were sniffing themselves a little much, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I think they, they hit another gear after that Washington loss, which you need to. So, but that's a relatively soft end. But Randy, you are correct in the sense that late season football and playoff football is different because it is. Now, if we get to the playoffs and, I don't know, insert team of choice, if somebody locks them down, then all that criticism becomes very valid and they're going to get media, fan-based, dagger criticism lobbed at them if, if their offense is inept or, or anemic or Hurts has a terrible game. But, like, he look, he just, the way he appears to see the field and appear, it just executes the offense is at a much higher level than it was last year. To me, his growth is tangible. The team's growth is tangible, but his growth as a quarterback, it's there in plain sight. His command of the offense, his command of the field, his command of the team. I don't know what his ceiling is, but he clearly mm -hmm. has a high floor, right? Um, and that's good. But the, the Cowboys should be a decent test. I mean, the Saints are crap. The Giants, by the time you get to that, you know, January 8th, Eagles might not have anything to worry about. And who knows, the Giants might be, you know, cooked as far as playoff hopes. So that could be a kind of a garbage game. Who knows? Well, if they're not careful, you know, of all teams, Detroit could end up sneaking up in, that, in their playoff spot. So. Well, sure. Yeah. And, and Detro Detroit's part of this conversation. We'll get to them because we need to talk about that Vikings game. Detroit's a big one. And you're right. But, I mean, Detroit doesn't have a good defense. No, they don't. Ever since the bye week, though, they've they've they've, they've cranked it up. Yes, they have. They have, and we'll get a little bit deeper in the weeds with some of that stuff. But you know, I guess if 
if Fields is Fields going to be back? Is he is he healthy and right? I don't I know. Have it checked, to be honest, we, we'll you. have to double check that. I mean, if Fields is on field and kind of lights him up a little bit, okay, then that's kind of interesting. But to me, the the Shannon, I believe you. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you that Eagles Cowboys game is going to be of significance. But I, I'm hard pressed to see the Eagles losing more than one more game unless they just give away that last game against the Giants, you know, because the end of the season. The only thing I would say is they have the bye. If they're the one seed, they have the bye. They may not want to coast in the last week of the season and have the bye. Mr. Colts fan, you know how that tends to go. So yep. I would don't say – Don't do it. Don't do it. I would say they would at least go Build at them. Build that callus up, man. Yeah, I would say they'd at least go at them for a half, and then they might accept whatever happens, but – We'll or see. three quarters, like at the last, the, the third preseason game, you know, yeah, get you yeah, three yeah, quarters yeah. in, and if you're winning or if it's close, then you can pull your guys, and if they want to finish it, you let them finish it. Let's look at the commander's schedule. So they have the Giants, which got flexed to Sunday night, which it should have. I mean, I, and I know Dan, the Dan Snyder dumpster fire is real, but East Coast corridor. New York market, Washington market. I mean, that those are that's two. a huge game. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it, huge. If you look at it, it's one of those teams has an inside track to the playoffs if, mm-hmm. with a win. Whoever wins has yes. I I don't think they would essentially lock it up, but they would just. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they would absolutely hundred yeah. percent control their own fate. Catapult your way towards it. Yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. So in Washington, six one and one in their last eight. I'm going to be curious uh, how much blue will be up. In FedEx Field, like you know what I'm saying. I, I, I gotta tell you, man. I think I think the the Washington fans may actually come out for this mm. one. If they're come flexing out. it Sunday night in DC, for the love of God, has said we will keep the metro open past whatever midnight or eleven o'clock, so we can get people home. So they're actually going to keep the metro oh. open, so people can get to and from the game. All right, which which, which they should do. Them. They should do. They should they, do. They don't. But well, they, they probably don't because they think Dan Snyder's a prick. Well, yeah, but, you know, now that they're kind of thinking maybe this prick will be gone, we'll <laughs> open it up late, you know? By the way, out of curiosity, if you hate the Eagles, right, if you hate the Eagles and hate the Cowboys, mm-hmm. should you be pulling for Washington to get in the playoffs and maybe knock one of those two teams out? I mean, yeah. I mean, right? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Don't you? You kind of yeah. have to. You kind of have to at this point. <laughs> so are you talking to Mark? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Commander's schedule is not really uh, no, a cakewalk. No, brutal. they got a tough schedule. All right, so they, they, they got to be able to handle the Giants. That's significant. They get the 49ers. That's tough sledding. Oh, they yeah. have the Browns, which the Browns are going to are essentially eliminated from the playoffs. But that gives Watson another couple of weeks to get massages. I mean, um, to get uh, to round in the form. Um, <laughs> well, you better hope Chubb don't get going, though. Are we still talking about Watson's massages? Yes. <laughs> and Nick that, Chubb as well. Uh, yeah, well, there's Dick Chubb and Nick Chubb. There's two different components of this conversation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're talking massages and rounding out in the form, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Browns, it's kind of a who knows. And then they finish with the Cowboys. So, Oof, you know, they, Washington absolutely has to have this game against the Giants. Yes, 100%, 100% has to have that. 
because that it's going to be a tall order to win versus San Francisco. So the their, their two best opportunities are the Giants and the Browns. Yeah. And who knows if if they can go two and one, and the last week doesn't mean anything to anybody, then uh, who cares? But you know, much like Philadelphia at the end of the season. This game may not mean anything to to Dallas, other than right. Because Dallas could be like, "We're trying to be healthy." Right. Sorry. They might be like, "Well, whatever. We're just going to get T.Y. Hilton some reps and let's roll." That's um, so weird. To me, I know. Dude. I can't believe he's a cowboy. It's so strange. Ugh. It's so strange. I, I, oh, I by the by the way, the OBJ. I feel like we need to have the congratulations. You played yourself. Soundbite, right? Uh, yeah. Why were you? Much. Why were you talking about? You're not worried about playing in the regular season, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, you, you got to get on a team. You got to start learning the playbook. You got to make sure you're in shape. I mean, don't sit there and expect someone to be like, "Yeah, we're coming up on the first week of wild card. Who, you know, who wants OBJ?" Well, yeah, some some of that is a contractual expectation, right? What he wants to get paid. And it's pretty late in the game to be, you know what I mean? Like I, I like I, I like OBJ. He's he's a fascinating person, fascinating storyline. He was obviously very helpful for the Rams to go ahead and get that Super Bowl last year, and he was on his way to having a highly productive Super Bowl game itself uh, before his knee injury. So he will be back on field and he will be productive. I have no doubt about that. But who knows when he'll be ready to actually play and legitimately contribute this year? Right, so if you're depending on your contract expectations, teams might be like, eh. I mean, it, well, look, I think Shannon, it's, wanted... not, it's not like you're signing T.Y. Hilton because he's the you know the the pinnacle of football player health, right? <laughs> he's the model of that. I mean, if you're if you're signing him now, you're hoping that he does what he does and gets you five or six or seven good games, and yeah, you know that's about what Dallas would have. Well, if you want you want depth. It, look, it's C.D. Lamb. Uh, Schultz Schultz is good. CD Lamb is legit for sure. Gallup is getting back in there. Brown's there. I don't know, man. Like I was, I tell you what, at that Texans game, Gallup got lit the fuck up late on that almost touchdown. Mm, I missed that. Yeah, oh did. my god! You should go back just for fun. One of us should probably try to find a highlight. <laughs> Gallup got absolutely leveled. Uh, oh my god. Uh, Let's see if when I Dak hung him out the dry. No, no, it was an incredible defensive play. Let me see. Uh, okay, let me scroll down. I gotta find that game. Do By the way, there. kick the damn field goal, Texans. Uh, yeah, this this was late. This was late. So in the fourth quarter is twenty three twenty Texans. Let's see. Dak's arm got hit. Texans got the pick. Uh, yeah, dude, watching this game was pretty wild. And there's a part of me that was like, bro. Just it's twenty three twenty. You know, I get going for the kill shot. And I really think it's because you know they're a team that's you know full BSE, full Buttsuck Express. So they went for the kill shot, right? And it's yeah, still on like, a quarterback fucking sneak, like well, or a quarterback. They were also sneak. running Rex Burkhead, and it was Driscoll. Like you're like, right. who, who is Driscoll? Who is this guy? They drafted, they drafted who? Who is this guy? <laughs> All right, I, I found I found the clip, uh, so I'll put it in the yeah, put it in the yeah. chat. Um, Driscoll hits Chris Moore. He almost gets in the end zone, gets overturned, just sort of the goal line. Um, the Cowboys D stuffs the third down run from Rex Burkhead. Texans go for it on fourth and goal, and Driscoll just, yeah, he gets taken down. I'm sorry. You know me. I know. Well... I, and I get I get that they got the touchdown, but it's it's a whole nother ball of wax that the defense knows, hey, 
if we play to keep them out of the end zone. Well, I mean, a, a huge goal line stand is a momentum shift. Yeah, right. That's absolutely. confidence. That's a con- that's a confident thing, confidence thing. And I want to say they essentially traded fourth fourth down stuff. Yeah, because they stuffed Zeke. The Texans stuffed Zeke on a fourth and goal. Yeah, they crushed him. Yeah, I, and I saw that replay, and yeah. I was like, "Dang, that yeah, dude, that was a hell of a play." Zeke had no shot. No, no. There you go, Shannon. It should be in the chat for you to yeah to pull, look pull at. that up. All right, and all right, so I'm pulling that up now. And so look, we agree. I, like I think the Texans should have kicked the field goal. They poof. You know, t- take the points. Well, go go up six because then, then you're yeah. like you got. I mean, and you can say, well, they went down the field and scored a touchdown, anyway, and that's true, that's fair. But I think the mindset is different because then Dallas has to be hitting like, God dang, dude, they, they lit Gallup up. Holy shit! <laughs> it was a legal hit. Yeah, ninety-eight yards. Um, you got some Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz coming up with some big catches, and when Dak threw that to Gallup in the end zone, I was like, damn, Gallup caught that thing. And I forget who the defender was, but he lit him up. He goes to the ground, the ball pops out of there. I mean, he crushed that dude, man. So they might have been like, yo, we better get T.Y. in here after that gallop hit for real. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> it was it was incredible, man. And uh, anyway, Zeke ended up taking it in on third and goal, 27-23. I do like to compliment. Now, now, first of all, they overpaid for Zeke. Everybody under the sun knows that. Uh, but the, their their strength is the combination of Pollard and Zeke. Yes. That, that's their strength. Uh, Zeke by himself, he's not he's not the player he was. No. Uh, but for as as a power guy, totally fine, mm-hmm. totally fine. And I feel like he's gotten better as the years gone on. He has, uh, and both of those guys have. And, and together, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the old thunder and lightning yeah. of the Giants with uh, who was it, Brandon Jacobs and Tiki Barber. Mm-hmm. Now, well, Pollard could be a starter yeah, for most teams. Po- Pollard, I think, is absolutely legit. Absolutely, absolutely legit. Is. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, Dallas their their second straight ten win season. It's the first time they've done it since the nineties Cowboys ninety one ninety six. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Break out the VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah I, I know, know right? <laughs> <laughs> those those Cowboys Super Bowl highlights. If you can even play them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. But I mean, like the Texans were, you know. That's a hell of a thing. Jeff Driscoll, right? Amari Rogers? Green Bay reject Amari Rogers? Like, I don't know, man. Florida quarterback Jeff Driscoll? Like, huh? What? Who? What? It, it's like Houston just didn't know who to use. So every every <laughs> no. single quarterback on their no. damn roster seemed to get some play time. Uh, you know what? Let's just rotate him. Let's just rotate him around. Like, why not? That's I mean, you're one in whatever. Yeah. They're one in butt suck. So, I mean, they're drafting number one. Right? Well, let's let's be honest. They're one butt suck in one because that <laughs> extra one is a freaking Colts. <laughs> oh, McGuffin. At least we're not the second, the first one. Every day. <laughs> now, that was the dude that found the kidnapped girls, right? Yeah, 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 I yeah, believe so. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was also pretty fantastic. Oh, man. So, but look, man, I, an ugly win is, is still a win, right? And what's important. Ugly win greater than pretty loss. Correct. So, to go 98 yards in that moment, to get the goal line stand and then mm-hmm. go 98 yards, that was pretty clutch. 
hell of a sequence. It is. Now, now I, I think Dak, you know, has had some questionable, questionable interceptions. And Dallas is flawed. They are, they are flawed. I know they have offensive line injuries. That's a factor in it. But I was gonna say, didn't they lose one of the guys to yeah. ACL and MCL tear this mm-hmm. week? They lost. They, they're. I think they're just about to get. Is it uh, Tyron Smith? Tyron Smith. I think he's close. If he's not active, he's close to coming back. So it stinks to lose one, but if they get him back, that's obviously very. I mean, he, he's he's good, clearly. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that's that's one of those games where you're like, you know, was that just a trap game, or is this indicative of some other problems? <laughs> now, clearly, for I, my, I think that's a trap game because you got you smoke Indy, and then you got oh, we yeah, got but, Houston. Yeah, but that game with Indy was tight until it just turned into a like turnover fest. I mean, obviously Dallas capitalized on it, but I know. But you put fifty four on the board and you see Houston, you're like, it's a eh. circle game. It's a circle game, as as Peyton Manning used to call it. It's a circle game. We're gonna win that. Eh, we'll win that. Eh, we'll win. No big deal. Yeah. 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 Well, they almost didn't. They tried to give that one away. They tried, and he almost did, but they found a way to pull that one out. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said. Hey. Where are we at? Where are we at on time? I said I was gonna try to be good and like we're gonna hit fifty four, fifty five, close an hour, and know that we need to take a. Yeah, take, I think we're about at the hour mark. Yeah, we we are, we are, we are I'm trying to be semi responsible here. I know that's rare air. I hear you. Yeah, I'm looking Res- at my responsible. What? What's that word? Hmm? What? Huh? They said what? What? Responsible. I'm looking at my tabs here. And How fun is that? Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> That's funny. Gotta delete a couple of these things out. Oh, 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 oh. Here we can wrap up with some of these thoughts. I like I like these. We'll circle back to the Eagles real quick. Um <laughs> We continue November lame into December suck. I love that when that happens to the Giants, by the way. <laughs> uh Hurts threw for two touchdowns, ran for another. Uh, the Clinchner playoff berth, and Hertz became the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for at least 10 touchdowns in consecutive seasons. Wow. For some reason, I, I didn't realize, you think about like Vic and Cam Newton, and yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of people that you might think, Randall Cunningham, um, yeah. I mean, I don't remember quite how often Steve Young pulled it down and ran, but like that's a pretty significant accomplishment, right? I mean, that, Vic would have been the guy I would have thought. Vic would have been got, my yeah. Vic would have been my first like, what? Vic Vic didn't do that. I mean, the yardage wise, I'm sure Vic has the the deal, but yeah, pretty wow. legit. Hurts also the fourth quarterback in NFL history with 20 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns in a season. But enough about Philadelphia. F- Hold on, what the fourth? Do you have the other three I, right I now? I do not. Okay. I do not. I'm sure we. I'm sure if y'all want to look that up real quick, feel free to look it up. Uh, it maybe we'll do that on the. Uh, no, look it up part. now. Randy needs something to do. He he, he got all I'm, his. I'm doing it right now. He got all of his forty dollars knob slobbing out in the beginning of the podcast. He needs something to do now. <laughs> 
So, all right. So, look, the, the Giants have uh, one win in their last six games. Aww. So sorry. They've overachieved, dude. Like, they did. Let's be honest. All right. This is one of my favorites. This is so mean. I shouldn't even do this. I'm probably going to jinx this damn game. Uh, the Giants are winless versus NFC East opponents this season. What? Oh, and three and one. Don't say it, Justin. <laughs> I'll let that say it for me. <laughs> Which means now I have effed this whole thing up. How do you fuck that? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? It's like the announcer jinx, like with the field goal. You like you talk about it, and you he hasn't were... missed a field goal all season. <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs> you said balls. Yep. Yeah. It's like Jim Nance on Thanksgiving, man. The double jinx. Oh man. Why would you do that? Why oh, yeah. would you say that? Right. <laughs> oh lord. What are all those World Cup players doing in uh, Cutter? By the way. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> two chicks at the same time man. probably not over there you're definitely not having two beers at the same time no. <laughs> so either france oh. or argentina is going to get all that budweiser oh my god who do you think would want it? do you think france is like oh the budweiser oh. i mean like what <laughs> france is going to be like fuck out of here argentina's <laughs> like let's go <laughs> Oh. All right, Shannon. All right, here you we got go. Boot it up. All, All right, you got. Randy did his research. All right, I'm gonna say Michael Vick. You are incorrect. All right, your turn, Justin. All right, what was the point of the stat? What was it? <clears throat> Twenty passing touchdowns and ten rushing touchdowns in a single season. It's probably gonna be somebody random as hell, but I, I I'm gonna say he said it was the fourth. Yep. I feel like Cam Newton would have done it at least once. He's done it twice. All right, now does does that mean he's counted twice? He's counted once. I mean, it's been done five times, but he's technically right. it's done, counts All right. as four. All right. All right, bam. All right, your Steve turn. Steve Young? No. Damn. Think recent. Think recent. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> within, within, within the past couple seasons. Marcus Mariota has left the building. Um, Tannehill? Think 2020. I mean, that was the pandemic. That was, that was COVID. Well, that was COVID year. Oh, Lamar Jackson, duh. There you nope. go. No. What? No. What? Patrick what? Mahomes? No. Oh. Josh Allen. Oh, nope. fuck. Wait, what? No. What do you mean no? Why can I not think okay. of who this so, okay, is? So, okay, I'll give you a hit. Just think kid running around with your cell phone. Huh? Who looks like a kid running around with your cell phone? Oh, Kyler Murray. There oh, you go. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> the other the Tell other me one my is, <laughs> the other one is actually from the late nineties. Well, mid to late nineties. Randall Cunningham. That no. I don't think he played that long, bro. It's not like Dante Culpepper, is it? No. <laughs> Think Steelers. Oh, uh O'Donnell? No, 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 oh, no, Cordell no. Stewart. Cordell Stewart. There you go. Yeah. Slash. He yeah, he was the first one to do it. Yeah. Back in Don't me, bro. <laughs> Did you remember Cordell Stewart on the cover of uh, was it was it NFL Blitz or yeah one of those one of those yeah. 
really crazy like arcade NFL game. They were fun. I liked those. those man. Were they were a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, what's the next team, Brandy? No, that that's all four. Oh, that's you, all Kyler ones. Murray, Hertz, Newton twice, and yeah. Stewart. All right. The thing is, is Stewart barely did it because he had 21 passing touchdowns and 11 rushing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, I would say I'm surprised that Josh Allen isn't on the list. But I, I'd almost bet you anything he's going to end up on that. He'll. If, I was like, going to say he's probably pretty close at this yeah. point. I would bet he. I would bet he joins him at least on the front end of his career. Once he's you, a little bit yeah, older, you would, you would think yeah. so. Yeah, just because he takes, you know, he just plays so damn hard and runs the ball so mm-hmm. damn much. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Let's see how close he's gotten to it, real quick. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, we've surpassed that, thank you. <laughs> well, unless, unless breaking you're D- news. Unless you're D-Stat. <laughs> By the way, D-Stat and D- Winfield have hit the transfer portal, so. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> so, believe it or not, I think they've, Al- well, Allen's come close at least twice. Yeah. So 2019, uh-huh. he had... He, 2019, he had nine rushing touchdowns and 20 passing touchdowns. Oh. And in 2020, and in 2020, he had 37 passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns. Oh. But he's at, he's at six right now. Yeah. Yep. So it's not out of the question he no, could do it this it, year potentially. It, not likely, but doable. Inconceivable. He, no, it's, had, it's very conceivable. He had six rushing touchdowns last year. So yeah. it's like it's he's definitely always. Got the potential to be doing it yearly, potential. essentially. Love put, we'd love some potential. I'm telling you, dude. I'm looking, I just looked at Allen's stats, and I'm seeing that Week 17 game at Cincinnati and going, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That, that is going to be an epic game. Because that, mm-hmm. that, that game right there could settle who's the number one seed. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's going to be – I've had to imagine that one's getting flexed to Sunday night. Has to. Now I gotta pull up their schedule because because we might see that twice. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, excuse me, Bill's schedule. Miami at Chicago at Cincinnati that, it, and home against. Can I tell Louisiana. you how strange it is that there's there's the Saturday showdown with three games on Saturday? Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about it. Don't get me wrong, but it's weird. But yeah, I like how Tua said, well, you know it snows in Alabama, y'all. <laughs> like he's never seen snow. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, but I mean the the Dolphins are on the on the on the on the slide on the Schneid slide, right? They're oh, they're having issues. Them and the Jets. Yeah. Um, Miami got punched in the mouth by the Niners, and after that it was like they, did, they, they, didn't, they ain't recovered. They have no. not fared well with the California teams. Have no. not. All right, uh, so the Dolphins, Bills, and the Bills have the Bears, then the Bengals, then the Patriots. So you would think, yeah, the best, the the I would expect Bills, Bengals to be the most competitive out of that lot. Uh, hard to know what they're going to have to play for at the very end with the Patriots, but if if they need that win to try to get the one, they'll t- they'll take it to New England, man. Mac yeah. Jones is going to be out there yelling at everybody. I mean, Matt Patricia might need some, you know, earplugs. The rate that's going. That offense, good God, dude. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, the way Cincinnati's been playing, uh, you you don't know. They could be playing for the number one seed. Depending, yeah. really, because they've already got the win over Kansas City. Yeah, they got the head-to-head versus the Chiefs, yeah. 
And if they get if they can so get the head to head against the and so, but if they got the head-to-head against Ooh. the Bills on top of it? Ooh. Well, here, here's the deal, though. Kansas City has a cakewalk the last few weeks. Yeah, I know. I they, know. They, their schedule's a cakewalk. So if Buffalo, if, if Cincy ends up beating Buffalo, Kansas City's going to be the number one seed. Yep. Let's look at their schedule. Let's see here. It is a That's the, only, the only reason I even sit there oh, and I know about KC's schedule come on, man. is because I'm thinking to myself, hey, Fantasy playoffs are coming up, and I'm the number one seed. But I have Kelsey and Mahomes. My this money league, well I for picked, me. dude. I, in my money league, I picked up the Kansas City defense against against those four teams. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Texans, the Seahawks, the Broncos, and the and the Raiders. Yes. By the way, Mahomes has still never lost a road game to a division opponent. That's crazy. He's, That's impressive. He's fifteen and zero. That is unbelievable. First time for everything. Unbelievable. But, yeah. And but look, I, look the the Bengals beating the Browns isn't anything like you don't go woo wee. That's crazy. But they handled mm-hmm. they handled their business, mm-hmm. um, and they were down. Uh, they had some wide receiver injuries. Jamar Chase was back. He got he got he got his tutty up in there. P Ryan. I, I still don't understand why that guy was worthless in Washington. He actually got out of a pile and just ran around and got a touchdown. It was wild. Trent Irwin's out there catching bombs from Burr. You're like, who? <laughs> Trent freaking Irwin, dude. Uh, but but the Bengals handled business, right? They handled their business. They shut down. Uh, they shut down the Browns' run game, and they picked off Deshaun Watson late. The Bengals have won five five straight, nine of eleven. That is they're a good on fire. Yeah, that's a good turnaround. So they're tied for the AFC North lead with Baltimore. You know, problem is, is they've lost. Trey Hendrickson to a wrist injury. Now they didn't put him on IR. Mm-hmm. That's one of their big pieces on the D line. But you know he broke his wrist, so I imagine they'll probably put the cast on there and just have him play through it. Is my guess with the club hand. Yeah, so club hand. But ba- Bengals Bucks they should handle the Bucks. Then they have the page. So it's Buccaneers Patriots Bengals and then excuse me. The Buccaneers, Patriots, the Bills, and then the Ravens. So that that Week 18 game could mm-hmm. be the flex game for the Bengals for the well, week AFC eight, North. Yeah, yeah Week 18 is going to be legit. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be legit because I, I mean I expect I mean they should handle business against Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, uh, and the Patriots can always kind of surprise you, but in it in their current state, their, their offense is terrible. is terrible. In their current state, you would certainly expect the Bengals to take care of, of New England. I mean, so, barring barring Burrow throwing like ten, yeah, sure. In so you would play. think that the two game, yeah, the two games that are decision points are going to be Bills, Bengals, and Ravens, Bengals. Yeah, depending on how the next couple of weeks go for the for the Ravens, obviously. Right, because Lamar's out this week because mm-hmm. they got an early game on Saturday against Cleveland because um, of the PCL sprain. But it, it, did, did Huntley get cleared, or is it going to be that third stringer? I I, I only know Lamar's out because I have him on one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> well, I have this up because I, I wasn't sure if Whitfield Come on, was... you're supposed to know this shit. Look, man, <laughs> Paul Dude. Whitfield, he's on that. He will die on that mountain, bro. I know. He will die on the do not pay Lamar mountain. Call Whitfield. He will know. Look, I just wouldn't be guaranteeing him. The Browns need to be the outlier with that yeah. guaranteed contract. Those first two games, like 
That, that's all they had to say. Look at this. Yeah. This guy comes back after this much time. And, and Anthony Cleveland, Brown. I, Anthony Brown was the third string, by the way. Because no Lamar. Huntley got knocked out. Oh, that was the backup bowl. You had Mitch Trubisky up in there with Tyler uh -huh. Huntley. Then Huntley got knocked out. It was Anthony Brown. Ravens are lucky AF, bro. And they got Dobbins back who went off in that game. He did. I, he didn't look 100%, but, you know, he was productive. He, he played like it. So, Baltimore ran for 215 yards, and uh, Gus Edwards kind of sealed that one as they were grinding out the clock. So, uh, I will say I will give the NFL credit for the way they changed their playoffs, the way they set up the playoffs, because mm -hmm. now late the late season games actually have meaning to them. Yes. Because remember those times when it's like, hey, it's week 16, and the fourth stringers are playing. Yay. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it was yeah. brutal. Well, that, and, you know, those are like fantasy championships. No, no. Games. Back in the day, you were an asshole. Like, if you had week 17 fantasy games going on, oh you, were, my God, <laughs> you, were, you were such a dick. Oh, you, were, you were such a dick. Right? That, that was, like, terrible. It, it, you know, 16 had to be the absolute max that you would push it. You couldn't be like, let's have our fantasy championship in week 17. Because then everybody has to have garbage-ass teams or whatever, man. Or garbage pl or yeah. awesome players on garbage teams. Yes. Yes. Ugh. It was crap. Oh, my you know what? There out. was one year back, I think it was early to either late 90s or early 2000s, I picked up Steve DeBerg. Oh, wow. He was a Carolina quarterback, and on the final week of the season, he threw five touchdown passes, which got me a championship. That. That that's all I can tell you about weeks that that and Jeff Wilkins kicking a meaningless field goal at the two minute warning to win me a championship. What Faustian deal did you make to, all <laughs> to know that Steve DeBerg was going to come in and throw How five desperate were you to have to pick up Steve DeBerg? <laughs> I mean, bro, like the options at that point were limited. <laughs> no Clearly, shit. By the time you're picking up Steve DeBerg. That's a rewind. Bro. Wow. Shit, I remember him in Kansas City back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, legit, man. All right, let's take a quick break. <laughs> then we'll bounce back. We'll run through some wrap-up <laughs> thoughts and uh, have fun with a couple of things. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a fun first half, man. It's a fun hour, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was a fun hour. All right. Uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on all kinds of sites, man. iTunes. Spotify, Amazon, Stitchers, a whole bunch of crap. Just look up Sports Brew Podcast. You will find us. Uh, although there apparently was, it's somewhere there was some soccer podcast that had a similar name in Europe, and we stole that shit. So, haha, foot, right from, foot, from football to football. That's right. I, I don't know. No, it was always weird because, like, I always keep, like, every once in a while I just search, you know, the Sports Brew and Sports Brew Podcast to see if anything else weird comes up. Yeah. Um, like there was some, some windbags that well after we existed, they were like, they're the sports brewery podcast. I was like, mm hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, but there, there was like, when you would look up sports brew it, 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 uh, in Europe, it, it pulled some like random two soccer dudes. <laughs> I was always like, how did that happen? <laughs> you know, that, I, I always kind of chuckled and somewhere along the line, like it, it corrected itself and it doesn't do that now. But I do wonder if someone was like. You know, oh, I love these sports brew guys. And then they all of a sudden they end up with us and they're like, 
who are these American assholes? What is this? <laughs> who are these wankers? <laughs> yeah. Who are these wankers? Plonkers. Yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. But anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes and, and we'll keep on uh keep on trucking. All right. Be right back. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes and obviously uh during the break we were telling some dumb stories, which we won't continue to tell during the podcast that's a, maybe maybe one day nope. but not today <laughs> you pay extra for that <laughs> yeah that's bonus content that's the after hours podcast that's on our only fans page <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just like old mandy Rose, i don't know right? some of those sto- some of those sto- yeah, know, right some of, the, some of those stories sounds more like like only glands page <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> They would be on. Let's, let's just put it this way: our yeah. BMI isn't high enough to no, release no. that information. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. our our beer mass index has not has go. not reached critical ass or critical mass. Hey, Randy, just said that I think it's funny. You know, I, I love popcorn eating. You know, that's my quarterback To saying that he he look man. You know, if you guys need a receiver, I'm good. I'm ready. <laughs> to the 49ers. come on, dude. Forty nine, bro. That would be funny. The forty-nine-year-old wide receiver on the 49ers. That would be. I bet you T.O. could still cook some people though. That dude is as crazy as he was. I know. That that dude was in peak shape. I know. Would it be weird for like a Hall of Fame player to be like, "All right, look, I'm gonna come back for just a little bit, man. Like four plays a game, man. I got you." <laughs> Just in the red zone. I'm good. Bro, I bet you Jerry Rice could still ball if he needed to. Put that put that copper gold on. He'll be just fine. Oh my God. Can you, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine it if like if like another wide receiver got hurt and Jerry Rice was like, Look, man, I'm telling you, I can give you I can give you three plays a game. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> Maybe four. No more than that. Bring me on, coach. <laughs> that would be so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Anyway, I wouldn't doubt him, dude. It, I hear you. Rice, Rice is the best football player. Like, yeah, football. Well, player it, 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 it's not that they couldn't still run a route or, or make a catch. It's how they would take getting hit. Well, that's, if you're that's good the enough, thing. you won't get hit. And come on, man. Like, how 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 bad would you feel if Jerry, Jerry Rice rolled out for a game and then just got wrecked? <laughs> just got wrecked up. And, you know, no, you can't do that. You can't. I mean, you can't. If he gets wrecked and didn't catch the pass, he's gonna end up. They're gonna end up with those those Russell Wilson swole knots on their head, man. You can't do it. You can't do it. I really as wanted, much shit look, as we look, give look, that, dude. I really wanted somebody to to super to to make a video of. And this is. I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. I mean, I'm glad he's okay. He got. He got. He got. Oh, he, man. he got lit up, dude. But I can't believe nobody dropped a super mix with Russell Wilson walking off with that knot on his head with Arnold Schwarzenegger going, it's not a tumor. <laughs> like, I can't oh, believe no. I can't <laughs> believe nobody dropped that. That would have been hilarious. It's not a tumor. <laughs> I mean, that, that dude, man, he had a knot. I mean, you got the <laughs> Arnold soundboard. I mean, you might as well do it. I could, but I mean, I already, I already said it. I don't need to play it. I already said it. Okay, fine. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? Yes? Is your daddy a fireman? He's probably big. Is he a wrestler? Is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. What's the matter? I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all.
it's not a tumor. <laughs> like, I can't oh, believe no. <laughs> It's not a tumor. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> it's there. By the way, we, we um, the kids uh, wanted to watch Home Alone tonight. Mm-hmm. So they, they've never seen it. So um, they started to watch it, and they didn't like it. They said it was too scary. What? They didn't. They didn't like it. They didn't. They didn't Come like on, it. man, bro. I, I'm just saying, man. So I'm trying to figure out how it would be scary. Uh, the part where he was watching the old gangster movies. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So they didn't yeah. like that. That and they thought D- different era. Different. Yeah. Kids, that and they yeah. thought they thought some of the people were creepy. They're not wrong. No, they're not wrong. But yeah, it's, the it's, change, you filthy animal. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they didn't like the gang. They didn't like the gangster. Tell you snakes. Stuff. Give yeah. you to the count of ten. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like it, man. They didn't like it. Well, look, let's do a salute o'clock, and we can raise a glass. Uh, certainly in uh, the pirates, you know, Mike Leach's honor. Oh, um, man. That, that's a that's a sad that's a that's sad a bummer. I know dude. that's a sad story, man. Sad story, uh, him passing away. What was he, 61? 61. And I got to tell you, dude, like, I have never seen a a college or any coach as universally liked. Yeah. That just seemed a little different from everybody, but everybody loved that guy. Yeah. I mean, like, Lane Kiffin has been, of all people, you know, Lane Kevin's been through the the ringer in the last decade, but like, there's a maturity there. He has said like like he he and Mike got along, mm-hmm. and at the end of one of his interviews, he said, "I love you, Coach." And you know, it's just I, I hate it. I, I love that Mike left on that he won his last game, um, and yeah. but. Dude, there's some sound bites with Mike Leach. Oh, there's a ton. He has so many fascinating interviews. Dude, he has the, so the, many. The Halloween candy for me. That was is, your that was your jam. It, that's the jam. But like, he's like, "Don't get married, just go get a loaf." <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> candy corn sucks. You know, it's it's don't do candy corn. I mean, I have I have one. I'm sure there's we could pull a ton. I have one ready to go. Go for it, man. But as long Seriously. as the as long as the web page loads. Well, maybe it's gonna take it's obviously in deep thought here. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. It took a minute. Uh, still trying to load. Thanks a lot for the win. Way to go, yo. Well, forget that one. We'll do this uh here, here's Mike Leach on candy corn. Well, and candy. <laughs> We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy? corn. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, (laughs) uh, When I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, Gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, The the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is... uh, is when they used to have the the uh, sprees in a box, outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation. Although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall, because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the uh, 
you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. With the gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. Delightfully random. <laughs> All right, let's get on to salute o'clock, gents. Uh, but I am enjoying a very fine uh, Jack Daniels and Coke, as I just about always do. And I have some uh, El Segundo Broken Skull IPA. I told you, I'm out of my hazy phase. I'm sure I will get back to that. But I've been chilling on it. Ah, oh, the video hasn't loaded. Come on, man. Seriously, that is so That's loud. all right. We can, we can do our salute o'clocks while you're uh, figuring that out. I can't believe Go ahead, Randy. Tonight, I have been enjoying my first Hardywood Christmas pancakes of the holiday season. Ooh, good. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, I've been taking my time with it just because I want to savor it. You know, it, it's the first one. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, for anybody that's wondered where Mark is, I just want you all to know the reason we haven't seen Mark recently <coughs> is because he's been staying up late night playing a whole bunch of FIFA. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> that fucker, this is a headline. I, I can't believe I found an article dedicated exclusively to, to DSTAT here. Tens of thousands of people illegally streaming the World Cup or actually streaming pixelated FIFA 23 games. So, Mark, I want to thank you for for messing with all those pirates. <laughs> so that, instead of watching the actual World Cup, they could watch you playing FIFA late at night. <laughs> <laughs> Or early in the morning, I guess, is more apt. <laughs> By the way, how can you be that dumb as as somebody trying to pirate a stream that you don't realize you're watching a damn video game? Are you kidding me? I mean, unless you're like smoked how, out. How smashed? Hangers. How smashed up do you have to be to not realize it's a stream of a damn video game, dude? Or how shitty is your TV? More than forty. Or how good are the graphics? Well. More than 40,000 people in France alone fell for the trick, which involved legal streaming sites linking to YouTube channels, which were emitting replays of FIFA 23 matches. Come well, they on. They were hammered. Man. They had to be. They had to be absolutely blasted. So, <laughs> wait, 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 way to go, Mark. Way to go, Mark. Good work. He's that messing up with the French again. <laughs> well, you know... And Lindy, they absolutely played this on and out during the, during the Patriots Cardinals. That's true. <laughs> they didn't play that part. They didn't play that part. But they, but they had it. Oh, man. I laughed. We had a conversation about this. And I was like, yeah. And then I had to go back and like, uh, I wasn't watching the game live. I was tracking it, and then he mentioned it. I think he had it in his fa a Facebook post about it. And so I rewound the game to the part, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, 100%, man. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> they had this one going on there. Nice. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Big Dick Energy. <laughs> That is well. I can tell you what song that Whitfield will never come into. <laughs> oh no! I can I can go two different ways, bro. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 
There's a saluted oh, clock. Man. There's a saluted clock kicking in. Hold on. Let me do that. That's more like saluted cock. I mean, good glory. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, I, you know, this is this is dedicated to Big Cock Brock for all the 49ers fans. There you go. Tell me how you want it. Three, two, one, camera rolling. Do it slow motion. Real bitch, the mother hoe. Are they big top? Put them on. Aren't you being yeah. All right, Shaden, what you got, bro? All right, um, double header tonight. Uh, oh, really? Love Big Dick Energy double header? Really? Yeah, buddy. Double dong. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, righty then. <laughs> well then. Oh. <laughs> I might have to just straight up sound this as a, uh, say this as a soundbite. At this point, you might as well. Um. Uh, for Todd, I'm having a Trapezium Lucky 47 White Ale. And then I'm having the Busky Cider Bourbon Aged Old Fashioned Cider, mm. which is fantastic. There is bourbon straight on the nose. It's like just just like having an old fashioned. All right. It's beautiful. Solid. Sounds good. Can, can, can I say I'm a little disappointed in Todd and the fact that he sends us a text about, oh, I, I heard, you know, through the grapevine, you guys did a little uh, extra on the pot, which basically I came up to, I was like, look, I'm apologizing in advance. We got a little, uh, a little saucy and yeah, because obviously, you know, <laughs> I was an asshole and made a dumbass fucking comment in reference <laughs> to him. And then you guys corrected me. So I felt the need to apologize. And then obviously he thought that, the whole thing is dedicated to him. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just waiting on this text going, you're an asshole. And I, it never came. I was like, okay, fair enough. So I, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Thanks a lot, Todd. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to be on blast for what I said. <laughs> Wait for it. It's early oh, yet. I, oh, well, I know I'll get the text now because you'll listen to this podcast and be like, really, dickhead? And... <laughs> Nice. By the way, his son um, is going to be in a wrestling tournament in Hampton in January. He's only had one loss on the season, so that that's awesome, flipping fantastic. So, Todd, first of all, that's awesome. Second of all, Todd, I can't believe I haven't heard from you about your Christmas card. I love the fact that, I, and I told Sarah, I said, Sarah, you're going to look at this card. And you're not going to understand why I dressed it the way that I did. But Todd will get the joke. But I haven't heard from Todd, so I don't know if he got the joke. I wrote his Christmas card. I addressed it to Todd Tooting in the Night Sweats. Dude, that was like what? How many years ago was this concert? We did. It was just oh, like oh. a day or two ago on the memories. 
I don't know. It's a while back. That was a fun concert. That's a fun show. That was a. That really was a. Fun Where was show. that at? Uh, the National. Yes. Yeah. No, that was a good time, man. That was fun. That was a really good time. That was a good time. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's how the Jags felt beating the Titans. Tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the Phoenix Suns can get the fuck over Zion dropping that 360 dunk on them. Oh, my God. Holy crap. How much BH, full butthurt alert, full BHA were the Phoenix Suns on that? Talk about small dick energy. <laughs> Seriously, Ooh. like, come on, guys. Come on, man. It's the NBA. You're about the showmanship, dude. That was a sweet. That was a sweet dunk. Game was over. This is a little show for the fans. Yeah, it was. Man, come like, on. fuck over yourself. Play some defense if it bothers you that much. But anyway, mm-hmm. we'll have to dig up some some Mike Leach sound bites. We're gonna get. A, we're gonna lose time. Uh, we'll follow up on that, but uh, I will say, rest in peace. Hell of a hell of a hell of a character, and you know, there's something to be said for people that you know, keep this in mind: Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State. He could have gone to other places. Yeah, you know, and and for me, the connection was is when Tim Couch was doing the air raid at Kentucky. He mm-hmm. was the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the connection to to me. Like, I, I didn't even realize it till uh, website I follow was like, oh, by the way, when Hal Mummy was our head coach, Mike Leach was the offensive coordinator. And I'm like, holy shit, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Look, and Tim, go ahead. Tim, I was gonna say Tim Couch kept in touch with him. Uh, just loved the guy. I mean, everyone that came into contact with him just loved the guy. Yeah. Like. But I mean, he, go ahead. Was, it's just you know, at bowl games in nineteen to twenty one seasons as a head coach, very creative, some interesting press conferences. He had, it, it you know, I mean, it's just a really interesting dude, just a really interesting dude. And and sixty one is, is it's mean, young. young, dude. And that was sudden, and that just sucks, man. It just sucks. So and certainly a, a rest you. in peace to. Coach Leach on that one. I gotta tell you, man. Like, and then I, I know I said this earlier, but mm-hmm. like, looking on Twitter, like you see so many coaches out there, so many broadcasters, yeah, so many fans pulling for this guy, and it's like, how many lives did, did this guy touch? Like, he, like Ole Miss people, like, yeah, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are rivals, but like. I mean, all the all these people just pulling for this guy because, like, it's like I don't know, man. Like, well, he was different, but like yeah. you could relate to him. Well, a lot of people like, were hoping he was going to pull through and be okay. I mean, that's that sucks. That's it, a t- that's a tough out, man. It was a tough out, and you know, I, I felt bad. It, poor Bill Snyder. I think. He has a Twitter account, and he had prematurely called the death. And I think he thought that he had passed, and he was just sending his condolences. And he was getting shit on so much. And well, it's like, dude, like the man's in his eighties. He doesn't really quite understand all this stuff. And he was just 
trying to be nice. Why, why would why would people be harassing him? Because they're assholes. It's the internet. Well, that's and, true. It, it you know, and like it's a mistake. Bill, uh, good Lord, Bill Snyder for all the good he has done in this life. They they shit on him for that. And like, and I I understand it, it's an emotional response, but a little grace goes a long way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that social media is full of assholes? Yes. I mean, we're on it. I mean, so we're, we're in space. We're, dude, it, it's space balls. Have you not surrounded have, look, by yeah. assholes. Have you, yes, not, yes. have you not followed Lindy on Twitter? I mean, Christ almighty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I follow him on Facebook, and that's I can only that, imagine what Twitter that's, feed is that's probably close, like. That's close enough. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of assholes, I, this is one of my favorite uh, lines, man. Because uh, the NBA renamed a whole bunch of their trophies, and of course, it's the Michael Jordan MVP trophy. And I saw this, and it, this cracked me up, man. Evan Turner, it was <laughs> Evan Turner's line, man. Evan Turner on what LeBron's trophy should be in 2035. Quote: If we ever have a bubble, a bubble championship again, they should <laughs> again. Then that specific trophy should be named after him, after LeBron. <laughs> I was like, that's so wrong, dude. That's so wrong. The LeBron James bubble, bubble championship trophy. That's fucked up, man. I mean, can Anthony Davis get it? I mean, he was there too. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh gosh. Uh... By the way, Anthony Davis has been balling out up until I think it was against the Celtics, and he just couldn't hit free throws at the end of that game. Man, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. We haven't really switched gears to basketball yet, but some of that stuff is just nuts. Some of that stuff is just nuts. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Couple of a uh, couple of wrap up thoughts with some games. <laughs> Let me scroll back down real quick. Woo, Bills Jets. By the way, kudos to Mike White for being tough as hell. That guy got obliterated in that game a couple of times, yes, and uh, Flacco came in, and of course he fumbled that damn thing. Uh, but but I mean, my, uh, Matt Milano lit <laughs> lit Mike White up, bro. bro. I mean, uh, the one hit he took, he looked like he almost got cut in half. Oh, that's rough, man. But, and, he, and he still came back. I know. And kept playing. Came I mean, back. And damn. I give the man credit. They sent like, him. To, they sent him to the hospital after the game. It was a precaution. I mean, uh, gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, but the Jets have lost three of their last four games versus AFC East opponents. That's a that's a bad sign for y'all, man. Uh, it's the offense is definitely better with Mike White in there. Yeah. Like there's there's no you know there's no doubt about that uh, for sure. Uh, and I <laughs> this is so dumb. Zach Wilson obviously needs something to do. You know he's not active. So I did want to let y'all know that there's a new show. For the MILF Missile, there's a show that's coming out called MILF Manor, <laughs> reality TV show. So Zach wow. Wilson, Zach Wilson. What's the premise of the, I know MILFs are in there, but what's the premise <laughs> of the show? Uh, uh, quote, um, <laughs> a bunch of older women ranging from 40 to 60 years old are put in a plush mansion in Mexico with a bunch of younger men. And so they, you know, they have the interviews with these women and, and another one, I don't know how old this, old this lady was, but she looked like she was on the upper end of that range. She's like, I have an extremely high libido. <laughs> Anywho, I don't know how this show is going to play out. The current theory, number one, people are laughing because they're like, 
you know, this was a 30 rock gag and they basically turned it into a show, but they have all these ladies lined up and the current theory is that they bring all these men out, all these young men out. And the theory is that it's all their sons, right? <laughs> oh, come on, yeah, man. That's the current no. theory. Oh, for fuck's sake. That it's, it's all the moms. No. I mean, Game of Thrones doesn't even go there. I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, so, I, I, or maybe we'll see Zach Wilson on MILF Manor. I mean, the MILF missiles should be on MILF Manor. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. <laughs> no, definitely not wrong. It's not like will you do anything see, the rest of will we see Jennifer Coolidge? Do they take prop bets on, will they play Stacy's mom at any point during... The show is that going to happen? Well, as long as Rachel Hunter is there, we're good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Uh, some some of my other favorite things of the week were uh, Petty Petty uh, Bill Belichick. I thought it was great. There was one story uh, where they were talking about how uh, I think it was I, I think Peyton. Yeah, it, yeah, it came up in the uh, Manning cast, and it, the story was that Peyton Manning says Bill Belichick hated Art Modell so much that he added Peter Bulware to the Pro Bowl roster. Just to force Modell to pay Bullwear's one million dollar Pro Bowl bonus. Nice. <laughs> I played for Belichick one time in a Pro Bowl, <laughs> and they were telling stories about the times that he was the head coach of the Pro Bowl. One time, he picked Peter Bullwear because he knew that Art Modell would have to pay Bullwear a million dollar bonus if Bullwear oh. made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Belichick hated Modell. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. That was, I mean, that's brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah. That's freaking brilliant. awesome. Yes. That's really hilarious, man. Because you, you think about how everything went down with the 95, kind of that era with the Browns. And, you know, people forget. And what's funny, if you look back at that team and, that, and the staff, look, understand this. They had, in that organization, with Bill Belichick, they had Nick Saban. Ozzie Newsome, Jim Swartz, Scott Pioli, Michael Lombardi, Eric Mangini. I mean that. I mean that was a strong, strong. I mean, if there were ever a missing rings of coaching staff, I mean, good God. I mean, good gracious, dude. Good, great. I mean, it, it was ridiculous, and and people just forget because I mean, when they uprooted the Browns and Modell moved them. And you know what I mean, and the groundwork of that turned into, you know, that early uh, Raven Super Bowl, right? I mean, so th that stuff's there. But anyway, th that's fascinating. The other one that I thought was really funny, you, you know go, what? There's a soundbite there that uh, Randy and Alex Trebek uh, would like to interject from oh, um, Belichick's behalf. Oh, a, a Belichick dedication to Art Modell. Yes. Hmm, I wonder what that could be. Hmm, I know, right? Huh, could it be? Well, there's big dick energy. It's not that one. Uh, <laughs> but maybe it would be this one, sir. Fuck him. There you go. <laughs> Accurate. So the other one, the follow-up on that that I thought was phenomenal. Uh, again, dude, I hope there are so many. When Bill Belichick hangs them up, I hope we get to hear all the tea, like all the petty mm. Bill Belichick stories come out. Dude, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that's just a big ass <laughs> book if he does that. Yeah, that that would be phenomenal. Uh, let me see if I can scroll down. Let's see. All right, uh, Bill Belichick selected long snapper David Ben to the Pro Bowl because he was dating Pamela Anderson at the time, 
and he thought the players would like to see Pam Anderson in the pool in Hawaii. This was also in the Manning cast. So I'm going to play this clip for you, too. And another time, he picked David Ben, who was a long snapper, because he was dating Pamela Anderson. And Bill thought the players would like seeing Pamela at the pool in Hawaii. She didn't come, but that's a cool Belichick story. So anyway. Oh, yeah. Here, and here's David Ben talking about it. First practice, which is like nothing. You just kind of like stretch. You mess around a little bit, and you walk off the field. I'm coming off, and and I'm walking by Bill, and he looks at me, and he's like, he goes, hey, where's your girlfriend? And uh, I said, oh, Pam, nah, she didn't come out. He goes, remind me why the fuck I invited you out here then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. That's incredible. That's incredible. Tell me where the lie is. <laughs> and he gave Bro. me this deadpan look. And I thought he was kidding, but he didn't crack a smile. And then I was like, wait, he's serious? Is he kidding? I just Hell walked yeah, off like serious? I couldn't figure it out. Like, oh, that's so funny. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. You're a shit player, but you're dating Pam Anderson. Let's yeah. come to the Pro Bowl team. <laughs> oh, so, Where's my eye candy, bitch? Yeah, thanks a lot, y'all. Why did I bring you here? Pam Anderson, where is she? Oh, worthless fucking punter. <laughs> Fuck him. But, yeah. That's, that's uh, probably why he had that one guy try to do a fake punt and get lit up by Sean Taylor. Yeah, could be. Could be. Could be. So, anyway, kudos to Mike White for being tough as hell. Uh, Bill still handled business on that one. I also loved that play with Dawson Knox where he got... Uh, that I mean, was a hell of a dude, touchdown. God, he's flipping. Bro. And let me yes. tell you, that that followed up. Uh, C.J. Mosley tried to time the snap on a fourth and one, on a Bills fourth and one, and he got it wrong, and he leapt in. I mean, he jumped into the Bills offense, and I'm pretty sure it looked like he clotheslined Dawson Knox like on that play, and then they finished off that drive with that Dawson Knox touchdown. It was, it was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic, but... That'll take a few you know, years. Look, blink, yeah, I mean the the Jets over have overachieved. For, I would say for the most part this year, but we're at, again we're at the time of the season, man, where it's the playoff push, and the teams that are growers, they're also showers, right? And they're handling some <laughs> they're handling some business, man. They're handling business, and you know the the Jets are, the Jets have have had some struggle some struggle buses. Apparently, I'm going to have some struggle bus issues here. As I pound another beer and finish this mixed drink, um, but uh, good win for the Bills. Good win for the Bills. Getting that done. I I think one of the more significant games of the weekend when we're talking about teams turning around and making the playoff push. And I know this is going to sound weird, but I think we have to give some love and have to give some gloss to the Detroit Lions. Absolutely for going in and just handling Minnesota. And yep. some and look, some of this is Minnesota's own damn fault. Because their defense sucks bags of ass. Justin Jefferson, it is legit as hell, okay? No question about that. But that Vikings defense, dude, last in the league in passing yards given up, second last in the league in giving up explosive plays, they are one of the worst defenses in football, okay? One of the worst defenses in football. They have given up. That is their fifth consecutive game that the Vikings defense has given up 400 or more yards. 
Let me tell you what. You don't get, that ain't going to get it done. You don't get no. that. You don't get that figured out before the playoffs. Your ass getting run the hell out. Run the hell out, I, man. Honestly, I don't have faith in them to make it past the first round. No, I, no. It depends on it depends on the draw. It depends the, on the matchup. Depends on the matchup. <clears throat> but it, that's that's a dangerous setup for them, man. Uh, by the way, kudos to Jamison Williams. Um, got hurt last year in the, in the bowl game with Alabama, if I remember correctly. Yes, um, he, he got his first catch, which happened to be a touchdown in that game, and he handed the ball to his dad in the stands, man. That was pretty cool. By the way, with him healthy, that yeah. Detroit receiving core, mm-hmm. I, that's legit. Yeah, it, and it, you got the one-two punch at running back and I know. Jared Goff. Like, okay. They got they, some they, they got some upside there, and and Dude, you know, there's a ton of upside there. We have laughed and crapped on Jared Goff. You know, I mean, who hasn't? Right, right. Yep. And did the Rams do the right thing trading Goff for Stafford? They, they got a Super last Bowl. year. Yes, they got a Super Bowl out of it. You don't mm-hmm. have you don't know how how injuries are going to play out. So we'll see it. See what happens with Stafford. But, you know, that they put a chips-in kind of move, and they traded for Stafford. They believe that's what they needed to get over the hump. One of the things they, need, they needed to get over the hump, fuck them picks, they, they went in, right? But Jared Goff, who, I mean, a lot of people treated him like he was just some trash throwaway kind of move. He's playing well in Detroit, man. Like, I don't think he's thrown a pick in the last, what, five games or something oh, goofy? Something goofy. Yeah, I mean, his ratings for the season are very good. Right, not a bum. So there's upside there, and it's funny if you think back. Yeah, I mean the, the Lions were one and six, but they lost. They lost to some good teams. They weren't, and they were close games. Yes, I mean like the Eagles beat them. Well, there's no shame in that, no. right? They played a lot of people pretty tough, but to uh, to to get back in after going one and six, to get back in the mix, man, from one and six, then five and one. Right, so they're six mm-hmm. and seven, and then a playoff hunt, and that's not a team I, that anybody can take lightly at the end of the you season. You don't want to see it, and the Jets are next on the list. And mm. Yeah, they're, they're they're reeling, and yeah, I got to pull their schedule up right here. Yeah, they got the Jets, then the Panthers, then the Bears, then the Packers. Let me tell you what, there, there's an opportunity in, in Washington. I think they were the the one team in the one and six at the beginning of the season. So Washington can't fuck around here. No, the Panthers are playing hard right now, but you would think the Lions could take care of them if they beat the Jets and beat the Panthers. You'd like to believe they're going to beat the Bears, yeah. and and the at the end of the season, I don't know what the hell the Packers are going to have to play for. I don't I mean, know if if. So that could be a that could be a got to win to get in game for Detroit, and depending on how things fall, like if if Rogers is hurt and doesn't want to play, and there are certain, but but Love looked fucking awesome, and Love may be like fuck it, I'm gonna ball out. Well, no, there are rumors that he is he is asked, you know, if he's not going to be the starter next year, he's asked to be traded. That that I mean, room that rumor mill is already going. Indianapolis I mean, online one, my man. Let's say, say it's legit. Can you really blame him? No, no, not at this point. Like, no. Either you're gonna play me, or just just find me a new home. He's yeah. what? Like, he's in year four, or is he year three? 
Uh, he he's at the end of his rookie contract. Okay. Well, yeah, because they have to decide on the fifth year option. Yeah. Okay. So this is it. Which that seemed to happen quickly. Yeah. Jordan Love. Career stats. Let's do it. Let's see what he's got here. <laughs> not a lot. But... <laughs> no, not not a lot. <laughs> it's like, That's... well, he did shit. Well, the fuck did he do? Here. Well, apparently they did it to cock block Indianapolis. But so they uh, they donned the cape and became cop the captain no. cockblock. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. No, this can't be. No, this can't be here. That can't be right. Who was he drafted? Jordan Love draft. I thought it wasn't that long. I thought he was like in his third, maybe fourth season. So I was just like, oh, 2020. I was, I was getting ready to say so that. Yeah, third it, season. It can't, be, it can't be fifth year option yet. No, yeah, this is his third, right? So maybe yeah, he only got a three year deal. Yeah. They have to decide next year whether they're going to do the four, uh, do the fifth. Well, year. I mean, either way, I mean, like if the request is, you know, if it's going to be Rodgers, then trade me. What a waste, by the way, to have moved to, you know, expended that draft capital to get him. I understand why they did it, sort of. I hated it in the moment, though. That's for sure. Anyway, I don't want to get bogged down in that crap. Uh, one of my favorite plays of the weekend were the uh, was the Detroit Lions uh, when they were going to ice that damn game. And, oh, yeah. And they sent Panay Sewell in, in motion, and Goff hit him for the first down on third and seven. I absolutely 100% thought that was phenomenal. Yep. I loved that. I thought it was great. That was one of my favorite. I mean, look, that Mahomes, that Mahomes across the body underhanded side throw was filthy as hell, dude. Mm-hmm. Filthy. Right? But I loved that moment. That was incredible. Panay Sewell out there bringing that thing in. You gotta love a you gotta love a fat man touchdown and a fat man first down, right? That is phenomenal. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, I, I I love the fact that they, that, that uh, Dan Campbell was talking about being distracted by Lions fans doing the wave. So uh, here's that clip. Uh, here's another thing that happened. These things happen during the game, but um, so we're in that that situation, and the fans are doing the wave. Um, around the stadium, and so I'm just watching, and I hear Ben Johnson's like, "Hey, coach, you want him?" And I, and I'm just, I'm so focused on the wave, and I said, "Yeah, that's fine." And I look up, and we're throwing it to Panay, and I'm like, "What the fuck are we doing?" <laughs> fine. So, but it worked out great. Uh, it was unbelievable. Listen. We knew it would be wide open. We worked the heck out of it. We've seen him run the reps. We've seen him flip his hips. He's got soft hands. And the only thing in the, in the, uh, the only thing I was worried about, and I want to make sure golf got to him, was make sure you stay in bounds, stay in bounds, stay yeah. in bounds. And he was great. <laughs> that that was uh, Dan Campbell on the Pat McAfee show. I thought that was phenomenal, dude. <clears throat> loved, 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 loved that moment. Love I love that. how it's just like for the you know, for, for most of it it's you know what the heck and blah, blah, but it's just at that one point it's just like what the fuck are we doing it's like yeah that's how it should be oh man that's so <clears throat> ridiculous all right uh, what are we missing here we've given Jared Jared Goff a little which I can't believe we're giving Jared Goff some love man uh, but uh, he's yeah, been playing well so. I, he has he has, he has man I get it uh, uh, 
you know, it sucks. Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Yeah, that that's a shame. But I mean, that's a dumpster fire, a dumpster fire down in Arizona. Um, you know, that was kind of rough. Uh, non contact, non con, whoa, non contact. Does that big cock Brock? Uh, Murray going down with the non contact injury. Whenever that happens, you're always like, ooh, yeah, ooh, that, that, that's that, that's that um, always worries you. But he, look, the Cardinals they they went from seven, weren't they seven and zero last year at one point? They, yeah, they've yeah. gone eight, they've gone eight and fifteen since, man, with only one home win. I mean, they're going in the wrong direction. Uh, once McCoy was in there, the Patriots got to him five times. Obviously, it keeps the Patriots in the playoff race at seven and six. But I mean, Arizona's a mess, and people have obviously had a field day piling on Kyler Murray with you know, well, he'll be playing Call of Duty and all, all those blasts. So, I mean, that that's a tough injury. I would say this. He obviously looked distraught. I get that. Uh, what you hope, if you're a Cardinals fan, right, what you hope is that he takes this time to hone his craft and hone his approach to the game. Yeah. Because he's got a ton of physical talent. Yep. A ton. But... To go from good to great takes more than he's given so far. Correct. That's the thing. You know, you uh, just got that huge contract contract extension, dude. And if 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 you're Lamar Jackson, I know, I know this is an eat low hanging fruit, but when anytime you see a guy like that get hurt like that, mm-hmm. you have to go, hmm, what am I doing here with this contract? Mm-hmm. You know, take what you can get, my man. Well, you, it, it, if you get uh, over a hundred million guaranteed, like I, I'm sorry, but like take it and hire somebody to help you invest and to save. What's he gonna get? Two hundred fifty? I mean, what the hell is Jalen Hurts gonna get? Particularly if the if the Eagles have a deep playoff push, right? Two hundred oh, two fifty, right? Something. He's gonna get paid. So. But but if, if your hang up is about the guaranteed money, look, man, if if you're getting 150 million guaranteed, are you kidding me? Dude, don't get hung up on fucking Deshaun Watson. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Dude, yeah, leverage, that, that, that's an outlier. Leverage it. Ma- get, Malcolm Gladwell. That's an outlier. Man. Leverage it, get yours, but I I highly like I I'm hard pressed to think the NFL owners are gonna be like Man, this Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract was such a good idea. Such a good idea. They, they were all sitting there probably laughing their asses off. Probably. Probably. Either that or enjoy I mean, that bag of crack before they approved it. Yeah. I mean, hell, w- with your lottery winnings, you could actually pull <laughs> off one of those commercials where you buy your wife a car for Christmas. I could. I mean, uh, Lexus, December to remember. That's yeah. hilarious. You know what I will not be doing, though? That. <laughs> not doing that. Like I might get her a Lexus Hot Wheels. That would. That would be <laughs> oh, no. I mean, and see, it's fully yours. You don't have to pay another cent no. on it. <laughs> I would get her a radio control Lexus. We'll, oh, you know, dude. no. 
There's no big bow on a fucking Lexus in our driveway. Get the hell out of or here, man. whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying that. that it's the one time you could pull it off and be okay with I could, it. Uh, no, <clears throat> like, I mean, if I won like 500 grand or something, we could get That into, you could do. We could totally like, get into that territory. 50 grand uh, minus yeah. taxes. Nah, 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 I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Uh, we already talked about Russell Wilson's not on his head. I will say, though, that was a pretty wild game for the Chiefs to be up 27 to, to Donut and for the Broncos to claw their way back into that game yeah, was pretty wild. That and, was wild and disappointing. Yeah, well, Mahomes threw, I think, three picks in that game. Yeah, he did. One of those was a phenomenal play by uh, Sertan. Cause that was a that was a low throw. Oh, dude, that was a phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a phenomenal pick. But a couple of those throws, you're like, mm, why are you doing that, bro? And, and the Broncos just clawed their way back in. I want to say they scored like three touchdowns in the at the end of the first half, and then at the beginning of the second half, I think they got like three touchdowns in like three and a half minutes or something. It was yeah, very and, and and honestly, I mean, let's be honest. And Jerry Judy was lucky; he was still in the game to catch those touchdowns. I I thought like once he bumped the ref, I thought he was going to get I tossed. Was, I was like, bro, like, what are you doing? That's a that's a that's a dangerous move. Because I've seen less, and guys have been tossed. Like, yeah that that ref uh, that ref let him get away with that one because the ref could have tossed him, and he would have been rightfully. Yes, should, arguably should have tossed them. So, but it, but I I do appreciate it when they're not overbearing on stuff like that. You know, God getting emotional. But it, you can't walk up and hit the ref, man. Bump the ref. Oh, you no. can't. You can't. Yeah, that, that's a no. That that's a that's a no fly zone. No bueno, man. He he is oh. lucky he did not get thrown out. And very, I, I, very, did, very I didn't keep track, but I, I can't yeah. imagine the NFL did not find him for that. And We'd have to double check. I would imagine, yeah, he he little. I would have to imagine he was yeah. sending me in a check this week. I would think so. I would think so. Uh, but that that was a that was a nice comeback out of out of Denver uh, from twenty seven to donut. The game finishes thirty four to twenty eight. So that that was impressive. Uh, it's a shame that Russell Wilson got knocked out, but sometimes you you go for the run, man. It was just an awkward, tough hit. Got taken yeah. down hard. Got taken down hard. It happens. It happens. So hopefully it ends up being okay. And my man Brett Rippin was in there slinging the rocks. So, uh, and then you know the Chiefs ended up sealing that game. Rippin got hit while he was trying to throw it late. Rainbowed up like a wounded Danny Werfel duck flying up through the rainbow went through the air, and the Chiefs got the pick to uh, essentially seal Ooh, the win. Flacco rainbow. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's pretty wild. That is the 14th, by the way, for the Chiefs. That's their 14th consecutive win over the Broncos. That's crazy. That's crazy. Also crazy, and I will say this, I wasn't sure what the Chargers-Dolphins game was going to be, but I can damn well guarantee you I did not think that two was going to suck that many bags of ass. And that game wouldn't have even been that close other than Tyreek Hill recovering a fumble, looking like he's going to do a damn end around and then streaking down the field to get a touchdown. That was a crazy, crazy, crazy sequence of events. That that was insane. Mm-hmm. And by the it, way, why the, just, why, why the hell did the Chargers go for it on fourth and two or fourth and goal from the two in the first quarter? What the hell was that? Because that's what their coach does. It's his M.O., he follows the damn uh, 
what do you call that? Fanalytics? Fanduel yes, analytics? analytics. Yeah, something like he that. He follows that analytics religiously, and it's like, bro, take the points. It, Dude. It's okay. You're allowed to take points. Like, they're, they're, the fact that it was 23 <laughs> to 17, mm-hmm. it, and the, you look at the stat line of that game, it should not have been that close. No, and and really, you know, two was two. His numbers were terrible, but they were skewed by horrific. Yeah, they were awful. But if Tyreek Hill doesn't make that play, I mean, that one, yeah, that one, that one touchdown throw to Tyreek, where where the DB fell down. Oh yeah. By the way, I mean, great catch by Tyreek. Maybe he scores anyway, but you know, if 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 the defensive back wipes out while they're defending you, you know. Tyreek's gonna be gone, dude. Sixty-yard yeah, touchdown. The, yeah. Yeah, the fumble recovery to me was the was like the crazy play of that game. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So kudos to Justin Herbert. Let's see. He became the first NFL quarterback to throw for thirteen thousand yards in his first three seasons. So good on him. The Dolphins had five net yards and one first down in their first three possessions. Yeah. That is abjectly horrible. And the Chargers don't have a good defense. Well, um, no. They, they, the, the book they now... Were, they were down a bunch of people. They played something very specifically to take... <laughs> they wanted they wanted to break up the rhythm and force Tua to go outside. Correct. They, they, they flooded the middle of the field, which is where Tua flourishes. Mm-hmm. And they said, you're going to beat us outside the numbers. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, he was throwing up lame ducks, lame duck after lame duck after lame duck every single time. Every time. And, uh, you know, he, even Danny Warfel's like, what are you doing, bro? That's a- <laughs> like, at least I would lead the receiver to where he would catch it. Yeah. I mean, two of his wounded ducks were just. That was brutal. Either they need to get that running game going. Or Tua just got exposed big time. That he well, that, that you're going to see because that's what you know. You think about what the 49ers did to him, what the Chargers did to him, and, and undermanned and injured Chargers defense. By the way, dude, uh, Tyreek Hill, fun factoid, becomes the only player, the only player. Mm-hmm. All right, I said that a second time for emphasis in the Super Bowl era. To score touchdowns, receiving, rushing, a kick return, a punt return, and a fumble return. That dude has scored five different ways. Hate him, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, I will say um, kudos to the Carolina Panthers for somehow, some way, finding a way to beat the uh, Seahawks. Didn't anticipate that. Big ground game. And I love Steve Wilkes coming out there in the post game, man. You know, the interim head coach dealing with all the BS and the turmoil and the junk that that team has gone through. And you know, they got limitations. You know, they do. You know, they do. And and he comes out there and he talks about what the players have done to stay together and, and, you know, all this rigmarole. And basically was like, you know, ownership trying to tank. And it was just wild to hear somebody say it the way that he said it. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
that felt like, you know, the Rams were like, fuck them picks. And Wilkes was like, fuck that tank job. We're going, bro. My man. My man. And they did. Love it. Love it. Yeah, they did. I, I respect that. Yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, that's a coach. That's a coach. That, yeah. That's um, that. That's who you want leading your men. And Oh, yeah, here we go. I got it. Everything that, you know, we've gone through, they've gone through with the different, you know, coaching changes, you know, getting rid of players or the, the organization trying to tank it, you know, all those different things. And to see how those guys respond and came out and played today, it is pretty uh, uh, thrilling and emotional, yes. It ought to be. Man, they got to give him legit consideration as the actual head coach, right? Absolutely. Not just interim. Gotta- I mean, like, when your players ball out, and they did. You, you go to Seattle, which is a hard place to play, even though they're not as good as they used to be. They're it's not. still a hard place to play, and you dominate that shit? Come, Come on. on now. Put a little you're respect what, a, on that. And you're a game back of the Bucks. Yeah. And the Bucks look like dog shit right now. Dude, dude. Some, some sub-500 team from the NFC – South is getting in, dude. And they're going to host Dallas in the first round, whether it's Tampa Bay or whether it's Carolina. And here's to them beating Dallas in the first round. Thank you. (laughs) And I will send out boys. I know. I will send out. I will send out Cowboys memes for a week if they (laughs) if they collapse if they collapse there. I will love that. Special kudos to the Jacksonville Jaguars handling business. Did not anticipate this, by the way. I really thought the Titans would turn this around. And quite frankly, they've owned Jacksonville. Yes, they have. Owned them. Derrick Henry has been a stud against them. But, mm mm-mm. Not last Sunday. Not that day. Second quarter, you know, Henry fumbled. The Jags recovered. They went right down the field. And Lawrence, since I think it was Zay Jones for the uh, bobbling catch touchdown, which I believe they did review. But, you know, the Jags just kept bringing the heat, man. Lawrence on the quarterback keeper, ran it in on the goal line to make a 27 to 14 Jaguars. Evan Ingram, who, I mean, yeah, like lots of people figured Evan Ingram was going to be balling out. Phenomenal day for him. Phenomenal day for him. Uh, the three losses for the Titans. Again, this is where you're like, well, it's three losses, but, you know, they lost to the Bengals. No shame. They lost oh. to the Eagles. Definitely no, no shame, shame in that. And they lost to the Jaguars. There is shame in that. Hey, what, what was that game of th- shame. shame? Shame. 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 Evan Ingram, 15 targets, 11 catches. 162 yards receiving. Evan Ingram lives. Ridiculous. By the way, topic jump, tangent hop, whatever, tangent jump. Uh, <laughs> the Giants signed uh, shortstop Carlos Correa. I think the the if I'm if I have this correct, uh, reports for 13 years, 350 million dollars. I'm just saying that I can't believe the Padres didn't sign their, like, 18th shortstop. (laughs) Bring Carlos Correa. Shortstop party! Like, why not? Just do it. (laughs) Anyway. 
And the Padres still won't win a World Series. Uh, probably not. So, Congrats. Tre- look, consistency is the next thing for the for the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. You know, their growth is evident uh, from an organizational standpoint, from a team standpoint. Next thing for them is is just consistency. Yeah, two out of the last three weeks. Yeah. But like you felt like last week they should have been consistent, and they just sucked ass. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, like come on now, come on, man, got to do it. Got to do it. All right, I think we've covered all the games that I'm particularly worried about. Yeah, so, we covered Mike Leach. I, I, I mean, yeah. Randy's done, so I think oh, we're, where's we're, Randy we're done. At? Oh, he's he's done. He disappeared? We lost Randy? Yeah, he's out. Is, is he still on the call but asleep, or is he just gone? Yeah, he's just he's out. Oh, look at Randy. Randy is past that. Look, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna send this to Randy tomorrow, and we'll say um, – Todd, 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 you feel free to give Randy shit about this. I will text that to Todd. Uh, with, you, you can. I'm not. What do you mean, dude? Have you ever you ever gone chop for chop with Randy? Randy's a strong dude. You think I'm worried about going chop to chop for chop with Randy? Rand, yes. Randy and I are just like tree trunking each other, man. It's just. Like, <laughs> as long as you you just don't want to get caught in the middle of us doing chest chops. That's no, all. No, I do not. That's where you would. Get I love fucked. you both. Yeah, that's where you would get fucked. But see, yeah. it, see, I'm nice because, like, you know, it's just like that time we were out drinking. Oh, you God, know, dude. Yeah, and, you and, let me live, and, and you randomly hit me in the face for some reason. I, I I knew it didn't mean anything. You were just being drunk and silly. I knew that. Uh, I will say this. L- let's go. Let, let's wrap up and go out on this, man. Argentina, France, World Cup final. And by the way, is is that kick that was it a penalty kick from Harry Kane? Is that still flying somewhere? Did he said that? Uh, yeah, it's in outer space. It, at this point. That that fucker has to be in orbit, right? Harry Kane. It's got to be up somewhere in orbit. Unbelievable. But um, Argentina taking down Croatia three to, three to donut. Messi obviously had a, had a good game, man, and a brilliant assist and a goal, and I think he had a, a PK as well. And then France taking down Morocco. Hell of a story for Morocco to get as far as they did. Fascinating. Um, and I tell you, watching the World Cup, I'm always just reminded, you know, when they say football is life, like I care about sports, but I'm not breaking down into tears. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, not over the commanders. No, or... no, no, no. Yeah, Dude, no. I, I, it's entertainment. I enjoy it. I'm invested in it, but like, I'm not. I'm not going to be mournful and tearful and breaking down over a football game. I might be annoyed. I think the most emotional person on this podcast when it comes to butt-suck-ass sports outcomes is probably Whitfield. Mark sometimes wears his emotions on his sleeve, too. But, like, I feel like, you know, maybe you and I are probably the most level on it yeah and, like, and, and it's not that i can't get fiery sometimes i do get fired but i get more fiery about dumb stuff that happens you know you know what i'm saying like it's different it's not necessarily the outcome it's like bad calls and and stupidity that's what really gets me fired up i mean if you get beaten by a better team you get beaten by a better team right i mean i i can get pretty spicy i get it i, but, I get fired up like i get you know, and Randy was with me when Kentucky lost in the first round to a 15 seed yeah. this year. And then, like, I watched the entire game, and I'm just sitting there going, "We don't deserve to win this game," and it's it, it sucks. 
But like when it's like you're making just stupid mistake after stupid mistake and you're just sitting there going, what the hell what are you guys doing? Like, F. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like that, that just drives me bonkers. But like if the other team is like rising to the occasion, like mm-hmm. you, you got to rise to the occasion too, bro. Like you, you got to. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, look, I think we should do a, we should color shots, man. Argentina, France, and you know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you um, a soundtrack that that I, I want to hear your your you know call your shot for uh, the World Cup finale. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> this is dedicated. This is dedicated to France. Umba. <laughs> I had to have some random excuse to play this song. <laughs> I've heard people argue about whether it was, you know, was it Mbappé? I'm like, come on, man. It's America. Let's stop. Mbappé. <laughs> Quit it. Right? But if we got Mbappé, you know we were going to have Mbop. Mbop. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're welcome. It's not uh, as bad as hot potato, but oh yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. Like I got a cousin that lives in France. I, I'd like to see her happy, but in the same, Messi plays for Argentina, right? First he plays. Oh my France. God! Yes, Messi plays for Argentina. Yeah. Dude, you're killing me, Smalls. Dude, I don't file that shit for nothing. Come on, man. I I heard the conversation earlier today. They're like, if Messi wins, he Mm -hmm. he gets in the conversation on the Mount Rushmore of soccer. So, look, look, look. France France is is defending World Cup champions. Okay. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's a hell of a setup. It's a hell of a final. Um, whether or not they're the two best teams, that's debatable, but it does end up being just an incredible setup for, for a final, right? France, (laughs) France is, uh, you know, you think about the the last couple of matches, it's a 13th meeting between France and Argentina on the international stage. Argentina has won six of the first 12. Um, France has, has won three. They've had a couple, well, three ties along the way. And the French won most recently. And that was a 2018 World Cup round of 16. They beat Argentina four to three. Wow. All right. So that would be an exciting yeah. final. Yes. So th- the thing is, you know, uh, France has, you know, they've been down a couple of players. There's one guy that's supposed that might come back. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think he's the one that was off the team for some kind of weird scandal involving blackmailing another player or something. Absolutely. Something that seems so French. <laughs> um, it's just random stuff. But Mbappe is incredible, clearly. Messi is incredible, clearly, but they're on different ends of the spectrum as far as age and career. And I, I think a lot of people, if, if you're putting fandom aside and you want the story, there is something that seems almost storybook about Messi finally getting Winning that, a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, finally getting a World Cup title. 
um, and cementing some of his, you know, status. Look, we can laugh about the soccer hipsters and the, and the, the, the beard bros out there with their hoppy beverages and soccer cleats and all that nonsense, but uh, I find the World Cup to be fascinating. Again, I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend that I'm some huge soccer fan. I'm not, uh, but I do enjoy the Olympics. I do enjoy the World Cup. And I like just how much emotion is, is is there. And I can appreciate high-line, high-level football or soccer, <clears throat> as we like to call it here in the States. So I'm okay either way, but I do think that there would be something sweet about Messi finally getting it. So, that would be cool. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling like that little extra bit of motivation uh, is going to be pretty huge. Not that France has a built-in excuse because of what's happened with some of the other players, but they're not at their full strength. And um, I don't know. I have a slight lean for Argentina taking it. I think that's what I kind of want to happen. Uh, I think that's a that's a compelling story. But look, here's the thing, man. Back-to-back World Cups hasn't been done since Brazil in 58 and 62. I mean, that's 60 years is I mean, ooh, that's a long time. Look, I know they it's been only, a minute. It's been, it's been a minute. minute. Yeah, it's not like they play the World Cup every year. I get that. But every four years, only have one, you know, or the most recent back-to-back is 60 years ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. So I'm going to slight lean towards Argentina, but I'm really okay either way. I mean, it's not like my, I'm not going to be in tears. <laughs> None of it's hurting my feelings. Nah. You know, I just hope it's a competitive, compelling, interesting game. And then I'll watch football. And that's that. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> so well, there it is. Yes. hundred percent. Excuse me. hundred percent. All right. Yourself. All right. Well, let's go, go ahead and get out of here. Sorry, Randy. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. My man. My, my man. man. My man hit the buffet tonight. So he he's done. Yeah. He clearly. <laughs> He did. Oh, he understood it all right. He, he did. He stuffed his face and he passed the f out. Way My to go! Man. Way to go, Giles. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky? You know, he he just couldn't shake it off, Justin. For the just. buffet, the food, the pies—that's really what you know. That one yeah, was. He he just couldn't shake it off. Man. No, he he could not. If I could put that plate away, maybe it would have been that last one. <laughs> oh, food coma right at the end here, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there it is. It, it happens. It happens. But anyway, ah, uh, I what can't. What the fuck are you barking me? Shake it off. <laughs> Really? That's your line of commentary. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Anyway. You know what, though? What? You know why I asked that? Because I couldn't let it go. Bro. I just couldn't let it go that you would give me shake it off. <laughs> and this is all for Randy because he's asleep right now. It is. Randy's over here. Randy's over here doing this, man. Do I look like I give a 
<laughs> Randy already went full Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 oh. Shut it down. Oh, let's go. <laughs> as soon as we started talking about soccer, Randy was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if all you're going to do is blow Duke. All, all you're going to do is blow Duke, man. That's it. Yeah, there you go. That's funny. All right. Anyway, oh well, God. well, let's go get some rest. Yeah. Um, Sports Brew sound clips. I bet if I, I bet if I just look here for Blow Duke, I bet I can find. I bet you can. Blow Duke. I'm gonna search just for. Oh yeah, there it is. Here, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if the audio is pretty good. Here we go. <laughs> well, if that's all you guys are gonna do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Oh, dude. Oh, that, and that was a pre-podcast. One, yeah. So that's, yeah. That, that's, that that's, was genuine. That's pretty hell. good. That's pretty good. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, this is the one. Uh, here you go. This is a special dedication. I was going through these old sports brew sound bites. I don't know. I said I didn't want to be up till three. And our, here it is. Fucking 240. Right. But uh, anyway, drops of stupider came up in conversation. <laughs> And so here, here's this actual clip. I forget what we were talking about when Drops of Stupider came up. And this is a rewind. I don't oh even know God, what, what, what year this is, but here's Drops of Stupider. You idiot! You psychopathic bitch. I need a vacation. You said it yourself. Chill out. Pick what? <laughs> so and for Mark, coming in out of nowhere is some train. <laughs> Oh, Marky Mark. Yeah, man, why not? There you go, Mark. Just for you, bro. Drops of <laughs> Jupiter. If it was dedicated to Whitfield, it'd be Drops of Stupider. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. Oh, no. Savages. Fuck, bro. So, you might have to remind me of that one. We might need to stick that on Whitfield some point. Drops of oh. stupider. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Here, watch this. <laughs> Hold on. I like that, man. Drops of stupider. Yeah. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Yeah, I know. God damn, man. Yes! Correct. Stop whining. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Who is your daddy and what does he do? This is unbelievable. It is. <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the old drops of stupider. Oh, man. That's pretty good. That was good. Did you? That included a roam sound. It did. That's how you know roam. that is Way old school. Bro, that had a Jim Rome soundbite up in there. It has been a long time. It's since been I, a minute. Yeah, it's been a while since I fired up any, any Jim Rome in the jungle bl- drops in there. But anyway, I look. Mean. Keywords of Sports Brew, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Well, that's our home feed on Podbean. Uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, tons of services. Keywords of Sports and Brew. Uh, we're not in the UK, so if you if you find Sports Brew UK as the wrong people, that's some other plonkers or wankers or whatever over there. Not us. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. Listen to them anyway, and then come back and listen to us. But look, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football on s- Saturday. Enjoy the football on Sunday, and enjoy the football on Sunday morning. 
So uh, I'm taking Argentina. What did you say? You were, are you taking France? No, nah, I'm going to take Argentina. Oh. I, I would like Messi to get the the hat, whatever hat trick. All right. Anyway, end his career correctly the way he should. Okay. Even and, though my cousin lives in France, I'm I'm going to go for Argentina. On I, I'm taking. I think Randy Randy is is apparently thinking this is how he's going to handle the middle of the World Cup finale because I told him watch the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes. So now this is how he's going to handle it, and this is how we can handle the middle of that game. Yep. Which is very much how the Giants have handled November. So it's pretty accurate. <laughs> anyway. And December. <laughs> and December. But anyway, from all of us, all of you, have a great weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side. And as we like to say, peace out and good night now. Later, friends. Late. All right, bro. Catch you later, man. All right, bro. Good night, bud. Good night. Good later. night. <laughs> Drops a stupider. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> It's fantastic, but it's Oh, my God. Up. So terrible. <laughs> exactly. All right, bro. Get some rest, man. Later, bro. You too, you too my man. All right. Good night. Get a grocery bag. <laughs> All right. Love that. Later, friends. <laughs>